Foresight Wrestling Podcast on the one and only 411 Podcast Network. This is Justin Watry, and yes, you are listening to the 411 Foresight Wrestling Podcast on the 411 Podcasting Network. As your usual plug, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Give us those five stars. Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Apple, all that good stuff. I am joined once again by Steve Matson. Hello, sir. Hey, hey, here we are back again. We are back, back again, and let's be honest, today we're going to be kind of free-balling it, so if you want to just kind of jump into a topic, what are you thinking? What's on your mind? This escalated quickly. It escalated real quickly. Wow. All right, well, let's let's go with the big story. Let's talk Sasha. Sasha Sasha. Banks. Uh, All rumors point to the fact that she is not coming back. She's taking a vacation, and uh, yeah, now it's kind of interesting because... Uh, from what I read is that WWE is happy to let her sit and sit out the rest of her contract. They could also freeze it and hold in. I mean, they had Neville sit for a year before he was able to do anything. Right. So here we are with Sasha. She's just she's just not feeling it, apparently. She's not feeling it. And I, while I'm not going to give her too much credit for walking out like she is, because let's remember, Bailey's still there. Right. And that was kind of... I mean, ee, that's kind of mean, right? <laughs> um, okay, screw you, I'm out. Right. I mean, I don't know about that. I'm sure they're cool and she supports her friend and all that. But a lot of this to me seems like um, 2002 with Stone Cold. People remember he uh, walked yeah. out in yeah. June 2002 and didn't return till nine months later to basically have his uh, farewell match against The Rock. But what kind of people forget is that he didn't just walk out in June 2002. He actually walked out in March 2002, the night after WrestleMania 18, but it was uh, yeah. not very much reported and just quote-unquote a vacation, and he was back two weeks later kind of just with a clear head. So I wonder if uh, Sasha almost, uh, like this is a little precursor to more. So even if she comes back in a month, is this issue really going to go away? Yeah, exactly. Um, I, Tony Atlas was quoted as saying that she's uh, if she does come back, they are going to just... Uh, Put her down at the bottom of the heap. She's going to lose every match. Right. Yeah, man. I think, uh, well, Tony Atlas has a great laugh. Yeah, to- yeah Tony Atlas, <laughs> take it for what you will. I mean, take any, and these, again, I, I just want to go on record. These are rumors. These are just stuff that I've read. Right. It could all be an entire work. I'm still holding out hope that Dean Ambrose is a work. <laughs> it's not. Even though we all know it's not, I'm still I'm still hoping that CM Punk is working this. <laughs> right. Dean, it's funny because, you know, Dean Ambrose is, you know, leaving or gone or whatever his deal is right uh, now. Apparently it's expired, according to the, okay. the reports. But again, I mean, you know, you can turn fiction to fact, and then all of a sudden he comes back in a week and they can start playing it up a little bit. You know, everybody loves money. So it's about that. You can blur the lines. And even CM Punk... Um, he walked out in uh, January 2014. Um, uh, Paul Heyman, I think, said it was almost every week in 2013 he was ready to walk out. Right. Yeah, I remember re- seeing that in his documentary. He was just ready to go. Like, And and he barely even re-signed in 2011. So yeah. that's where I think the Sasha thing. I, I don't think you know this was a mania like, hey, you're losing the titles. I don't think it was a split decision. I think she just, you know... Had kind of had it on her mind almost of like, you know, a year and a half ago I was main eventing Raw and I was with Charlotte and we were main eventing inside the cell and all this stuff. And 
I've done nothing, and this feud with Bailey kind of went nowhere. Yeah, they it's just like, hey, now that. We, it's like, but hey, now we're going to get the tag title, so that's cool. We're back on track. And Stop, oh, yeah. start, stop, start, uh, stop, <laughs> start. And it's like, oh, by the way, you're losing the Iconics, and now you're being split up. Yeah, and what is it with, like, every, every time her first title defense, bam, she can't defend a title. Well, she can win a title, can't she, defend it. She defeated Nia Jackson Tamina, I believe, at uh, Fastlane. So she does have a title defense, but has one. I understand yeah. your point, and uh, that just kind of goes back to what we started with. Is um, you know, if anything, um, Bailey or even I think Oscar has a case. If Oscar wanted to walk out after getting screwed by uh, you know a week before Mania, like right. So she has a case to be like, um, excuse me, I'm Oscar. Like this is garbage. Yeah, and exactly. And then be placed in the battle royal. Yeah, and then you know I want to get on. I'll touch on Asuka a but, little bit. You know, in a she minute, was professional and absolutely. Stuck and now it. that also brings up the question because the main vocal uh, force behind the women's tag titles was Sasha and Bailey for the longest time. They had been saying we want to get a women's tag division going, one, and they had to expand the roster. It took time to to get that many women, and for Vince to be like, hey, these people can actually put on matches. So now I wonder with the Iconics losing on TV like twice now <laughs> every week every week it, did they bring up the tag titles just to shut them up i mean they got money to throw around it's not that expensive to get a couple of tag belts in the grand scheme of things when you look at WWE's uh revenue and, right. and what they can spend so that's interesting too almost like the cruiserweight classic cruiserweight title and let's go back to like the lightweight title when the WCW merger you know they're trying to uh you know, get everybody a spot on the roster. The problem is, is that, you know, there's not a lot of space. Yeah, I don't know if it's necessary to shut them up. I think they just realize, hey, we have uh, freaking a million uh, women on our roster. <laughs> we got to yeah. put them all somewhere. I just wish that they, I, I kind of wish they would have done something a little more with, I mean, I agree that they should have made those a little stronger, you know. Had somebody hold it for a while yes. so that it has a legacy. So that, it, I mean, we all think, when you think of the of the WWE title and you think, what's the legacy? One of the first things that comes to mind is Bruno San Martino, and he held that thing for seven years, and he defended it like crazy. That guy was a mad workhorse. Yeah, and that's why I like the idea so much of Bailey and Sasha going to all the brands. And you'll notice since the Iconics won, they haven't mentioned that idea even once. Not once. So it's like that was such a great idea, and it was a nice way to cement the uh, credibility. I keep using the word credibility in my columns for the women's tag titles because, you know, now Iconics are losing every week. It's basically telling right. the audience these women tag titles aren't making uh, – taken seriously but if Sasha and Bailey were on Smackdown and Raw and NXT UK and NXT and then all the pay-per-views putting on classics each week each month fans would be like oh man what's the women's tag title match going to be this time it's right. going to be awesome and it's just going to get better and better and better I mean look at NXT I, I never think that they can top themselves and every single time they do better and better I don't know how they get how they do it they're just brilliant every single one of them that's because it's NXT and it's amazing. And it's amazing. And that's why yeah. it would have been even better if, you know, Sasha and Bailey were there. So, you know, kind of wrap this up a little bit. I think, I don't know. I think Sasha will be back. Maybe it's just me. Maybe, uh, maybe not. I could be totally wrong on this. You'd like I, to think so. I, I just wish that they would have, you know, done a little more. They, they, they could have done it better. I yeah, think they could have handled it a lot I'm more better. on the side of um, Bailey, where she's still there every week being professional about it. You can voice your opinion. You can say you're upset. You don't agree with it. But, I mean, to go or the quote-unquote vacation or all that stuff. So, 
I hope she comes back. I hope she kind of realizes it. And, you know, I don't know if you have on your little notes there, Luke Harper, but it's like. Yep, that was my next one. Yep. It's like, you know, I wrote it on Twitter, but, you know, he signed his contract. He read all the little clauses. He knew well aware if you're injured or if you request, you got to sit out your contract. So right, now it's right. like her or him, I mean, or Sasha. Now they're like just expecting to go and do whatever they want. And WWE, who's going to be the evil corporation to be cast of as the course. bad guys of in course. this. I mean, because that's the easiest target. It's the easy target. They're the billionaires, all this. So let's rip on them. But it's like, um, no, Luke signed his contract. He knew the deal. He knew what he could and couldn't do. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we're just throwing things around here now. Throwing things, <laughs> kind of like uh, WWE writing, throwing They're, stuff at exactly. the wall. Exactly. Hey, let's <laughs> see if this sticks. Yeah, Bray Wyatt. So, anyways, mm. so he's um. Ooh. So now Harper, who I'm a fan of, by the way. Oh, and, I love Harper. I think that guy puts on quality matches every time, and I I th- I thought his character was great. If they would have got behind it, that whole dirty whatever I, I don't know he was compelling i really enjoyed like watching his matches you always knew he was a threat it's a little weird seeing the intercontinental title on him just because i don't know i i wish they would bring back the black strap i think the white just kind of yeah wasn't that out. a cody rhodes idea yeah it was yeah yeah i think um harper had a hot streak going uh before yep. mania two years ago and everyone was saying, well, add him to the Randy Orton Bray Wyatt title match at yeah. WrestleMania. Just oh, yeah, make it a right. Wyatt family explodes. But, you know, I wasn't for that idea at the time. And, you know, honestly, right now, I still don't really uh, necessarily agree with that. The story was, you know, Orton undermining the family, winning the Rumble, and taking the title. That yeah. was the weirdest looking, match of any main. Yeah, that one live was very weird. <laughs> I appreciate them experimenting with stuff. How was that live? It was weird. Like the whole thing was weird. <laughs> did did the stuff show up on the ring, or were you yeah. just supposed to see that in the Titantron? Well, yeah, people. Well, I was so far up, so right, right. Was, um, yeah, people were wondering what the heck was going on a lot of the times, and I think we mentioned this uh, a week or two ago. But you know, a different title match the women's one you know we had that big light in our face right right but again you know i was sitting in the freaking nosebleeds and i was just going to go just to experience it all bucket list of course bucket list so it was weird and um i don't know maybe harper they could have kind of ran with the ball a little bit not necessarily for the title match but even after orton won the title instead of say a jinder mahal why not luke (laughs) harper in that spot why not indeed you know what what was so compelling about jinder hall at that moment well jinder mahal is now back on smackdown let's not forget (laughs) and losing every time like and getting uh run away by lars but you know to kind of go back to harper a little bit um i'm a fan of him i followed him actually before he signed with wwe which may shock a lot of people he was one of the few independent talents i did follow so that was cool for me personally to see him signed and now it's just like, I don't know, he's, what, 39? Yep, you know, he's 39, had, uh, yeah. I think it's knee issues or something. Uh, his wrist was the last thing that kept him out. Yeah. And, and that's the other thing is that he opted. He could have worked through it, but because they weren't going to use him while Rome was out with an injury, he decided, hey, I'll just go and get this taken care of, comes back, and he's like, okay, well, we got nothing for you. Right. And, I mean, again, he is 39, and I, I think he had an injury even before that. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, again, WWE will be the bad guys here, but what do you do with them? What can you do? 39, the roster's, you know, pretty it stacked, is right, stacked now. right now. NXT, I mean, there's everywhere you could go. And, you know, he signed the deal. So if part of that deal is you now have to sit out for until November or if they're going to, you know, add on the injury time, you know, right. that's that's part of the deal. Keep in shape, and, and when your deal is done, go 
do it elsewhere. I mean, if you're that good, you'll you'll right. make a name for yourself. What I I like, you know, I kind of like what Sasha Banks said when she was first like up to the main roster. Or not be so good that they can't ignore you. Right, that's, that's what you got to do. I, you know, I've always been told that at jobs too. Like, yeah, absolutely. Do, do it so they can't replace you. Yep, that's, show up on time. That's what do I everything do every day. you can. Yeah, exactly. So they can't ever come to you and be like, yeah, we're gonna hire some bum and replace you. It's like. No. Yeah, good luck with that. Don't <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So what uh next do you have on your list here to talk um, about? Good topic start. Hey, yeah, absolutely. Um all right. So I've so I'm new to this podcast and and all your your fans and whatnot or people that critics whatever you want to call them that read you. <laughs> oh, but, they're big fans. Um you know that for years and years and years the Miz and I I I, I hate the character. I I like the performer. But I've never been behind the Miz as a face. When he turned face way back and Ric Flair gave him the figure four, I was like, this is a joke. This is horrible. That didn't go well. And it didn't go well at all. Well, I am, I don't know, should I report this or just be happy about it? I don't know. Seeing him as a face on on, on Raw last week, I, I get it. I can see it. I'm behind him. Go Miz. Go Miz. I'm, I'm Team Miz. I hope he does extremely well. I, I, yeah. Number one cheerleader. No, yeah, go for it, man. You know, you finally made me a believer. I can now picture you as a face. I can picture you as a heel, whatever, whatever it is. Just do what you Wave do. Wave those pom-poms. I think you're just happy that his feud with Shane McMahon seems to be over. Oh, thank God. I, you know, he, that, that bugs me. <laughs> I, I've never looked at Shane as a viable, per, like, c- competitor. Like, yeah, he's the boss's son and all that, but he was always, like, first he was in official capacity. He was a ref. Right. I remember seeing him as a ref, and then he was a backstage guy that would come out when they had a brawl or whatever it was. I think he commentated for a while. Commentated for a while and all that, and and did it, you know, okay, did a couple of things when they had the uh, the union or whatever it was, uh, ministry, the, the ministry, ministry, corporate ministry, all that stuff. Okay, I could see him being like kind of a whipping boy, <laughs> taking a beating here and there. You yep, know, yep. he mockingly won the European Championship. Ha ha ha! Look at you know bosses. I think it was when Vince became a character. They probably figured, well, let's get the family involved. And I get that for storyline purposes. Nowadays, I just I still don't see him. I don't see the point of giving him a mania spot. I number one, he throws punches like. An idiot. I mean, those they, punches they just are brutal. Look <laughs> like garbage. I don't like his wrestling. He's good for jumping off stuff. Every time you see a match, it's like, okay, what's Shane going to jump off of today? Yeah, and I'm kind of done with Shane as a as a competitor. Kind of done with the whole thing. Yeah, I, I've, I've been done with it. Like when he came back, okay, I get it. It was nice of him to come back when everybody was injured. That was awesome. You know, good good for you. Thanks for pulling one out for the family. Okay, now do something else. That was moment of the year for the record. That yeah. was just the greatest opening of all time when he came out and got a five-minute standing ovation. I mean, that was, it was, it was cool. against the Undertaker, and that announcement was like, "Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> facing the Undertaker inside the cell?" Yeah, I mean, and we all knew how that was gonna go, um, right? But and then um, he ended up getting a uh, Raw or SmackDown, anyways, which was the stipulation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they had the big thing, and then he ended up getting his own show, and it was like, so now he's just there, and he's they, you know. Vince is like, we're not going to have any more imposing authority figures. And then here's Shane McMahon. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that at your favorite WrestleMania 32 in uh, Texas? <laughs> well, back yeah. to The Miz. Um, I still have my issues about him going to Raw because underneath all of that stuff you said about him being a good guy and stuff, underneath all of it was, you know, he lost. He's yeah, now he's- on Raw again. and. You know, I fear he's just right back to losing. But did, did you? Does his character get stronger? 
You know, that's the thing. It's we we have to remember that this is entertainment, I and sometimes our heroes have to lose for the story. Now, do we want him? Now, is his next win going to be that much more? Right, and the, the hero know. can lose all they want, but you know, the hero does have to win. And I'm going through the list of guys in my head right now. And, you know, I'm not sure where that win's going to come from against somebody big. And I want to say he should have got that win over Shane if the feud was going to end. Absolutely. I think he should have gotten Did Shane win so he could feud with Roman Reigns? Yeah. What's the point? Was it, well, we got to think of Shane for Roman instead of Miz for Raw. Yeah. They, yeah. Idiot. Which which goes back to your point (laughs) of, you know, they took precedent Shane, whoever, 50, 59, I don't even know how old he is, you know, over the Miz. Yeah. And, And for what? I so, mean, there's there's nowhere to go, like because again, Shane's not gonna tell a compelling story against Roman Reigns. I mean, as an authority figure, yeah. As as they battle, like, okay, but here's my guy to beat you up because you know here's Elias, beat yeah. him up, Elias, and do all these underhanded techniques. I get that. Elias is a viable, credible performer. Shane, not so much. <laughs> not so Keep much. Keep him in the backstage. So why have him uh, go over the Miz? At, yeah, at, at and, you know, and I, I defend Shane, and I'm actually a fan of the, the stunt show, as I call it. I'm a fan of Shane, and you know it's going to be a street fight almost every time. Yeah. And I say this stat all the time, but, you know, he hadn't won a pay-per-view singles match since 2003, and that's because he had always lost. So maybe I'm just kind of shocked that, wow, he actually went over a current star. So it's like, well, that's different, and now we're seeing it. And now you wonder, well, that's why he's been losing for 16 years, because it just doesn't make sense. To give him one. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It doesn't 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 make make any sense. And, you know, the Miz going over, or any star you could think of, at least you could always say, well, at least Shane lost. You know, AJ Styles or whoever you want to name. Well, it's like, well, at least they beat the guy, because, you know, Shane should lose. He's 50 years old. And and he's the boss's son. He's not an actual trained competitor. So now that he has one over someone like the Miz, I think it's just kind of like, oh, Okay, now yeah. what? Now what, yeah. It's just weird. Yep, well, let's see how they handle Miz, I guess. You know, maybe they'll yeah, tell I, something. I'm trying to be optimistic about it, but now I've written two columns about it in the past week. <laughs> that not good early. Nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. <laughs> they never do. No, because they're not paid to. Oh, boy. They, we, they don't, we don't pay them, so why would they listen to us? Exactly. Yep. So how much stock do they have in Charlotte? They have a lot. Wow. They will bend to her will, will they not? And uh, not to get ahead of ourselves, but she will be the next SmackDown Women's Champion for the record. Oh, you think so? <laughs> yeah. Becky's right, gonna, right off the bat? Let's just do it. Becky's going to defeat Lacey. Okay. And then she's going to go to Raw, and then SmackDown will have the women's title with Charlotte. Yeah. I mean, and- And it, then we're it, back to, you know- Splitting the titles again. Back to where it should be, because if they're not going to merge the titles- it's only a matter of time until she loses one and then goes right, to the other Right, because show. how long can she pull double duty? I would kind of hope that they'd give her one. Yeah, I'm thinking, I, I want to say she'll retain one more time only because she has the new Becky Two Belts merchandise. Right, right. yeah, that's got to sell for a little bit. It's got to sell for a little and bit. And it's a good gimmick. I mean, you know, and the fact that Vince allows the word belts back on TV. <laughs> yeah, I, I never really uh, got into that <laughs> stuff or those little rules or whatever, but it is funny that... Um, you know, Becky Two Belts, I think it's kind of funny. It sounds like a mob name. Like, yeah, talk to Becky right. Two Belts. Yeah, yo, go talk, 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 Becky Two Belts over there. But whether it's this uh, next upcoming pay-per-view or not, you know, isn't it going to be Becky on Raw and then Charlotte yeah. with the SmackDown? Charlotte's, Charlotte's the chosen one. Uh, the, the only thing I problem I have with that is I'm kind of 
getting tired of Charlotte always she's, being. She's good though. She's fantastic. Don't There's, get me wrong. But, you know, it's not like she sucks and it's gender as champion where it's like, oh, this that just makes no sense. All right, but you know what? I'm a huge Deftones fan, and when the first song of the new album comes out, I'm gonna listen to it over and over again. But then I have to take a break right. because then I stop enjoying it, or sometimes I'll just you know hang back until the record comes out so that I can. It's the same thing with Charlotte. She is absolutely fantastic, but if she's in your face all the time. It's like, all right, there's got to be somebody else. Yeah, I always say the phrase that too much of a good thing becomes a bad thing. We all love ice cream, but if we ate it every day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, guess what? After a week, you're going to hate ice cream. Yeah, absolutely. I <laughs> so mean, I, <sighs> I ate ramen noodles for six months when I lived uh, in another spot because I just couldn't afford anything else. And uh, Ramen and noodles are awesome. Day, <laughs> to this day, I kind of gag at the thought of eating really? ramen. Really? Oh, yeah. What about the, is it chicken noodle? What's the orange wrapper one? Uh, chicken, yeah. Yeah, oh man. Roasted chicken. Those are good. The, the, I believe me, I tried. I tried not too long ago, and I was just like, I Those are the only kind I eat. I, I ate it for six months straight yeah. because that's all I could afford because 40 cents got you a box, man. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, they do. I always look for those. It's like, where's my box of ramen noodles? Right. I, and you know what? I ha- I will still keep a package in the cupboard just in case because you never know what could happen. You never know. <laughs> You're going to fall in love with them again. Yeah, well. And I think um, back to the point, I mean, do you think Lacey Evans, is there any chance she wins? Not yet. I, I, I can't. If she does win, it's going to be like. It's weird because I'm just thinking of the match order at Money in the Bank. Does she, is it like Seth Rollins at Night of Champions 2015? Have to go back to back. Where it's, you know, screwed out of the title and then you win that one. So I'm thinking Lacey will cost her the women's title match and then Becky will have a vengeance to come back later in the night and then beat Lacey. Or is it she faces Lacey, beats her, and then as Lacey's revenge costs her the women's title to Charlotte later on. Does that make sense? That makes more sense. And me. then I think that can the, continue that. That's the more predictable storyline because, like we said, Charlotte's the chosen one. So if anybody needs to be given the ball and running with it, it's going to be Charlotte. And then Charlotte could maybe feud with Bailey. I there Ember you go. Moon, I, I, you know, I, Mickey James. There's plenty of Liv Morgan. Plenty right? of faces. So there's plenty I, of faces. And then that solidifies Becky as a Raw roster uh, superstar because she'll have the title for that. Yeah, I would assume she's she going can, to Raw. And then she can just go wild on Lacey Evans. Yeah, I mean, it's just the whole thing that they didn't merge the titles. Right, so right. Is, is it this month, next month, whenever? I would like to see her retain once, uh, both belts once, and then maybe the revenge thing kicks in and Charlotte probably takes a SmackDown and, and runs wild. With yeah, it. I mean, and also, you know, the double duty thing. I'm sure at some point Becky's going to be like, uh, can I have a weekend off? Or yeah, like, yeah, she's going to be working a lot. Going from show to show, you know? two a day and all this stuff. you just throw down some NXT while you're at it? Exactly. You know? So I actually, I'm not against the idea of Charlotte. She seems to have a lot of opponents, you know, that she could line up and beat for a while. And if it builds to SummerSlam, say an Ember Moon, and Ooh. gets the big win or something, you know, it works for me. But I could also see if Bailey has a little bit more of an attitude, maybe they're saving her for Becky. Because notice, um, they didn't do Becky versus Bailey. They did... Bailey versus Charlotte, so maybe they're saving Becky Bailey for the title. That could be. Who With knows? Sasha returning. <clears throat> well, there's there's that too. Who the horsewomen. <laughs> the horsewomen. You know, I I like the original idea from Mania of where like all oh, the four horsewomen would have been standing in the ring as the show closed, all holding their belts up. Yeah, and then they made that it. Been cool. Then they made it winner take all. <clears throat> right. But if it was just Raw, yeah, Charlotte could have SmackDown and tag titles and then... Uh, that that would have been a cool, like, moment. I thought it would have been cool. I thought it would have been awesome, but, you know, oh, then well. they added in the 
Winner take all, all well, that. You know, what can you do? What so now, you, you know, with uh, the crown on Charlotte, so, you know, Andrade was supposed to be raw, and then oh, all gosh. of a sudden, bam, he's on SmackDown. Well, Vega's got to come with him, and then, bam, Alistair Black's on SmackDown. Like, with with the snap of her fingers, three superstars shift over from yeah. whence they came. <laughs> I don't know what happened there, but I guess... they. They just really, I think Charlotte snapped her fingers, and they were like, okay. I mean, because and Alistair isn't super credible yet. And, and they got Jinder and the B team. They got Jinder and the B team. And don't and forget, uh, Raw got in return Cesaro. So I guess he's yeah, worth all that. them. He's uh, worth I mean, five people. Uh, there was a couple, uh, you know, that brings me up to a point here that I got with uh, Cesaro. You know, if he's a singles wrestler now, definitely deserves a spotlight of some type. Yeah, quick on uh, the other um, SmackDown moves. I don't care for the B team, so honestly, I could really care less. Jinder Mahal, <laughs> yeah, same thing. He yeah. had his chance, blew it horribly. Didn't yeah. really matter. Um, they about, just don't have just they're just charisma black holes. It's just like you see him on TV and it's just suck. <laughs> yeah, it just didn't work. If they want to like build him up for a year on the U.S. or intercontinental level, yeah, and then go to it, fine. But you know, people forget before he became number one contender to Randy Orton. Not even kidding. The week before he lost to Mojo Rawley. It's like <laughs> you can't do that if you wanted to build him up for a few months and then have him beat Orton. Fine, fans would have been like, okay, Jinder's kind of on the rise a little, and they believe in him. But you can't lose the mojo and then become well, the number one contender. Because you know he's got to have that that conversation with the man in the mirror. Oh boy, he's asking him to change his ways. The man in the mirror. <laughs> but I'm actually glad. Um, I'm not glad about the little switcheroo back. My thing is, my thing is Andrade and Selena going right back to SmackDown. It just kind of tells me that. You know, they never actually had a plan for him on Raw. Yeah, exactly. That's what it tells me. And the same with Aleister Black. We've talked about it before. You know, as much as we love the tag team with the Ricochet, we both did kind of want to see him on his own. Right. And it's going to be, I think he's got a chance to flourish now because he's on a completely different brand as Ricochet. He'll be able to set himself aside as not just, hey, tag team partners with the one and only. Yeah, which kind of sucks because Ricochet then lost to yeah, that, Robert Roode. Which, hey. Mr. Mustache. Good for him. I mean, I don't see the point. I, and that's weird. I heard that was a late change, actually, going back was to quote-unquote dirt sheets. I guess, according to rumors, Raw was in chaos. Like, they were rewriting the Isn't show. Isn't it always? Yeah, but I guess, like, <laughs> it's been getting pretty nuts lately, like, where minutes before the show starts, they got new well, script Well, isn't it changes. Uh, two or three writers now have left recently Yeah, I, I saw Dean Malenko quit. and uh, Dean Malenko? Yeah, and uh, 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 Road Dog Brian James, he's stepped down. He's okay. not... Uh, he stepped down from a writing creative position. And I know a bunch of like uh, Shane Helms, Sanjay Dutt, yep. Abyss, um, they were hired. I, you know, is it just kind of the turnover before Vince kind of does his XFL thing maybe? I don't know what it is, but I mean, they're they're doing, I mean, the fact of losing Malenko, that's... Malenko, Arn Anderson left a yeah, while ago. Yeah, I mean, oh, if, if, that story, if that story is true, then yeah. By the absolutely. way, Alicia Fox was on Raw. Right? <laughs> she did great. Yeah. I, wow. Yeah. We'll get to that one later. Oh, really? Oh, all right. I'll well, I, I think so. I mean, I don't know. Well, long story short, um, I'm kind of with you on uh, giving Cesaro a chance. Right. Exactly. You know, and, you know, back to Black, I think he's got a chance to, to open up and, and flourish. But then, yeah, Cesaro, they're breaking up the bar. I guess Sheamus is injured. 
Yeah, they don't want right? to. It's the Daniel Bryan thing. You don't want to right. mention the C word concussion. Yeah. Whoops, sorry. But Oop, anyways. There he goes. But definitely, um, there was a couple of years ago where um, maybe it was just before the bar and before his uh, best of seven with Sheamus, um, there was a point where he was putting on just some Awesome matches, Cesaro. Yeah, yeah, he was a Paul Heyman guy. Just um, yeah, it was it was a little bit after that. He, won he had the come Andre. back from yeah, won the Andre. He'd come back. He was starting to wear that shoulder tape. Oh, and right. like just some of those matches were just fantastic. I actually tweeted him. I never, I don't think he ever saw it or responded. But I was like, dude, you sold me with your in in ring skills because I mean that stuff was just those matches were really good. He was really putting forth the effort. And then they matched him up with Sheamus seven times, <laughs> and then put which you know they put probably on, more they put on great matches. But I mean, yeah. after like we're saying, you know, too much of a good thing. And then yep. the bar, fantastic tag team, and then he gets his teeth broken, and <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's how it goes. I'm 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 kind of wondering more about Sheamus. Is he gonna come to Raw with uh, Cesaro, or is this officially them kind of breaking off? I guess that's one thing that nobody's really brought up yet. It'll be interesting to see. Um, I think he could flourish in either setting. You know, you give oh, him, yeah. give him some singles. He's gonna, you know, wow you every time. Dude is straight up strong. Like I don't know how he does half that stuff. Yeah, people say I think it's uh, Mark Henry, Braun Strowman, and then Cesaro of actually the strongest people on the roster. Yeah, yeah. Which is you know kind of surprising, but kind of not. And you know, Sheamus, he's a for- former Royal Rumble winner. He's a former King of the Ring. He's a former WWE champion. And Cesaro is none of those. Right, yeah. So it's, Ces- it's time for Cesaro to take his place. I mean, I don't want to – is he in his late 30s? I think he's late 30s. He was kind of signed – not old, but, you know, in his 30s, I think. At least maybe I'm just kind of rambling. But I think uh, Cesaro on his own would be fine, but also Ross seemed to have gotten the tag teams. So maybe uh, Sheamus, when he's healthy, will go over, which would explain the – Andrade, Selena, and uh, Alistair Black moves to kind of make it an even trade. Right, and he did uh, come out to his regular The Bar music. He didn't come out to his Cesaro. Yeah, thing. is that a hint? So, maybe. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, Or maybe they just haven't figured out what they're going to do yet. Well, clearly they don't know what they're doing. If they're, <laughs> hey, Jinder's back on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, and Nikki Cross is still running around backstage. Yeah, what's she doing? And Killian Dane, they're married, so right, So, what's going on with that, keeping couples together? I don't know. Do you really think it was Charlotte that snapped her fingers and said, make these changes? <sighs> you, uh, it just has that feeling. It, just, it has a feeling? You know, I just have that feeling. Again, I'm not an expert. I don't know. I only have been watching since I was a kid. <laughs> and I like to read stuff on the internet. So really, my opinion is not worth a darn, but... It is weird, though, you know, of how, you know, and just, then she gets moved over. You know, Andrade goes to SmackDown and everybody or to Raw and everybody's like, oh, yeah, OK, he's going to do good there. And then. Yeah. And then right back. But maybe to kind of defend it, but Andrade then lost, you know, so it's not like he's true back and beating Finn Balor again. Maybe that's like, OK, you, he can come back, Charlotte, but he's going to lose. Right. <laughs> and it just everybody seems fine with that. Be like, yeah, <laughs> everyone's just fine with it. All right, new sure. job squad, and then <laughs> and then Charlotte wins and is gonna get the title again. Of course, because she's got to make the money now. <laughs> so now it's back to where it should be. Mm-hmm. It all makes sense somehow in a weird and way. And all is right with the world. All is right with the world. But real quick before moving on, I like the Alistair Black sit down interview because this that whole time during his cool. ricochet, we hadn't really got to know him. 
And even right. his entrance, like you could hear the crank of the thing. Right. When he rose, it was just like, uh, what's with that? <laughs> so now we can actually get back kind of like NXT where there was cool videos. Right, like the right. Velveteen Dream always has them these days. Velveteen Dream. Yes, indeed. So I like that uh, Alistair Black can be on his own, and I'm glad he didn't have a match or anything. It was just, now let's get to know the guy. Yeah. We know what he can do in the ring. It's time to start building him up. It really is time to start getting behind his character and giving him that serious credibility that, dare I say, The Undertaker once had. The Undertaker. I think um, as much as it, apparently it was Fox, I think I saw that yeah. wanted Andrade and Selena for... The... Oh, you know, I saw that, yeah, because um, they're really focusing on more of a sports I know presentation. Um, I know their uh, Latino um, channel is big, so I guess that kind of makes sense. But then I go back to what I said last week. Why move Rey Mysterio? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I Fox mean, was probably like... Um, maybe um, they're more focusing long-term because Rey Mysterio is kind of getting to the end of his career. He is doing, you know, I heard like, you know, this last run with WWE is kind of like his swan song. He's done AAA, he's done Lucha yeah, Libre. I would assume this is kind of it for him. But I was just going to quick say... You know, Fox is looking for anyone kind of new to spotlight. It's Alistair Black. Absolutely. You know, I he, mean, he's got a he's got a spotlight. And think about the. I mean, they were awesome in NXT. Think about some of the great matches uh, Black and and Andrade can have, especially you know if their significance kind of get on board and like start just having this whole planning session. Yeah, now I'm just oh, picturing man. a mixed tag match with right? uh, couples going at and it. And just think about like some of the brainchilds that come out of some of the weird spots and and all. I mean, that yeah, that could just be some some angry. As long as Ricochet doesn't keep losing to Rude, well, who know, who I love, Robert. Nothing nothing against Mr. Rob. Robert. But yeah, I'd like to see both guys do well. Um, yeah, I definitely want to see Robert. Succeed. I I like Bobby Roode. I thought he was awesome in NXT, and I really wish that would have carried over. He he had a decent run on SmackDown, uh, won the U.S. title, right? Yeah. He had a. Correct. I thought. Yeah, I think he lost it to Randy Orton. Yeah. I want to say before uh, Mania but last I, year. I think he is a better heel than he is a face. Yes. At this point, I I really like the heel aspect. Where like you know they did vignettes of him at a giant massive house yeah the alberto del rio type character yeah right right but you know americanized and i and if yeah and it almost fits, a rick flairish with the robe rick flair the robe that fits too and then also wait how do you spell robe <laughs> r-o-b-e robert oh robert robe <laughs> robert the robe rude robert the robe. robert rude's robes <laughs> triple r like yeah, a after a while, machine. just do Triple R. <laughs> triple R, right. And then he'll marry Stephanie's, uh, oh, and then he'll boy. take over the company. <laughs> I think we should move on before Next. this gets anywhere. <laughs> uh, so, um, Robert's a rogue. I just want to throw in real quick right here, Viking Raiders, I give up. I, I am done with caring about their name. Let's just see them actually have some matches. I'm done with the name. Yeah, they're trying too hard now. <laughs> and then I saw there was a different post that they actually had a third name. The Viking Warriors is their next idea. Which I, I mean, I I assume that was a typo. I can't believe they would actually do that. 
you know, I mean, if but you're already really going to change. But really, does anything surprise you nowadays? No, it's, nothing it's, ever does. It's the business that you kind of go with the flow at half the time. That's why I don't get too, like, worked up over a lot of things. Right. You remember, just kind of go with it. Remember when we were kids and it, like, none of this mattered? Like, it was just right. like, oh, Ultimate Warrior is going to come out and pound on him. Just yeah! let me turn on the TV and, all right. Colors, yay! <laughs> and music. Lots of colors. I think, um... I wrote in my column on 411 Mania, cheap plug there, but to me it's never, I mean, it's not never because you can have a horrible name, but, you know, it's not about their name. It's about what they can do in the ring. Exactly. That's why I'm done with Karen. You call them the pink leotards for all (laughs) I Right, and you mentioned, you know, the universal title. Everyone crapped all over the red title. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Does anyone do that anymore? Nope. Nobody cares. Like I said, I almost bought one that one event we went to. Right, and then it's the same when um, you know when people lose their last name. Everyone flips out for a week, and then after a week, they're calling them what they are. <laughs> yep, anyways. exactly. So I'm, I mean, and they've been calling them that anyways when they you know do play by play because you can't say the whole name fast enough. So might as, <laughs> might as well. <laughs> I mean, what do you, well, back to them? What do you think of them attacking Lucha House Party? Was that a heel turn or is that just them kind of dominating Raw? I mean, you you attack the Lucha House Party that almost makes you face by, <laughs> because really, uh, I I will defend Lucha <laughs> House Party here. I, I was at a live event last month, and they were I don't like the term, but they were over. Okay, everyone was yeah. doing the pointing, and yes, it was mostly kids. So save the excuse. Yeah, it was mostly well, kids, and everyone was pointing and doing the Lucha Lucha, yeah. and then their high flying moves obviously will excite a crowd. So. You know, maybe they're a live event act and not a TV act. Maybe I mean that's kind of possible in some markets, but I mean they got a pinata. <laughs> Who I doesn't mean, cheer that? But as far I mean, I think it kind of does. <laughs> they're more in between, maybe leaning towards the heel side more. And as they get into more serious competition, that'll of course become evident. But yeah, and Usos seem to be feuding with the Revival, and then that's going to be awesome. And does anyone remember the actual tag champs? Exactly yeah, yeah. my point. Wait. <laughs> this Dude, why do you do is, this? This dead air explains it all. <laughs> why do you do this? I'm glad this is happening right what now. What was it? <laughs> they won at Mania. Of course they did. Everybody won at Mania. Title change. Revival loss. Two? No, that was the Raw side, the Kurt Hawkins and... Right. That's what we're talking about. For the Raw Tag Champions. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I knew that was Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Okay, I'm okay. trying to think of who won it on, on SmackDown. Oh, the who Hardys. Was... Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. okay. I think both tag divisions right now are taking a backseat. So I'm glad that, um, you know, the Usos I'm and Revival. I'm totally embarrassed right now. No, that's all right. I'm always <laughs> embarrassed. Um, I think um, Usos will probably beat the Revival. And then Usos yeah. will be like, well, we want a tag title match. And then Viking whatever experience. <laughs> are are going to want, um, you know, they're obviously going to want a title match right away. The Viking Warrior Raider experience. <laughs> now that's a How fun ride. How many sports teams can we fit into one tag team? Right, and then <laughs> every city you're in, that's the beginning of it. Right. So then I think um, I think Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder may not be the tag champs for very long. No, no, definitely not. Not with uh, a brand, uh, not with the Vikings. No, whatever. And exactly. <laughs> also with the uh, the Hardys, if Jeff Hardy's hurt. Oh yeah, yep. I read that he's legit injured. And yep. then I know he's only had a few surgeries in his whole career, which is kind of hard to believe because you know it's Jeff Hardy. Right. And if this one's you know serious enough for him to take surgery, you know it's bad. Right. Right. And then who's viable contenders? Uh, on SmackDown right now, they really haven't highlighted too many tag teams. No, I memory. mean maybe Rusev and Shinsuke. <clears throat> 
Do they? Yeah, get but back then to they that? they let Shinsuke uh, have a solo match um, against Kofi. Right, that is true. But wasn't Rusev ringside? Yeah, he was ringside. Yeah, that's right. He I did kind of cause the schmaz. You go day. to the New Day to have all the titles on them with Big E coming back. When's that going to happen? Though? It's like five, six weeks. Exactly. You know? I, I don't like both tag divisions right now, honestly. I like the divisions. I just don't like the direction. That, yeah, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of potential. They're just oh, yeah. not using any of it. There's definitely <clears throat> people there that can do something with it. Right. It's almost like the... Uh, the women's tag team division where right. if it's just going to be Iconics losing to Naomi and random names each week, then what are we really doing? Right, and it's going to change hands every single pay-per-view, and it's like, here we go. <laughs> where okay. we go? <laughs> How long until they discontinue it, women get angry and walk out or whatever? No, I don't think they're discontinuing it. No. So, yeah, I guess that kind of leads to, uh, you know, that makes me think of like when minor title holders compete for singles titles. Like we just had that tournament to see who's going to face uh, Seth for the Universal. Oh right. And they and they had Joe, who's the United States Championship. And this is something that's always kind of bugged me for a long yeah, time. Yeah, or when they're in the Rumble or something. When they're in the Rumble or the Money in the Bank ladder match or any of that kind of stuff. It's well, like well, I it, think Miz won the Money in the Bank as U.S. and Tag Champ. I'm pretty sure he was carrying around a lot of gold around that time. I think. So you know and. To me, I, I think if you hold a, a championship, that needs to be your sole focus, and like they should really kind of yeah, unless those it's matches. like Warrior Hogan, where there's a purpose behind it, right? And but still, that you know both titles were on the line. Oh, he was true, defending, yeah. you know, so like winner took all on that one. So I, you know, I mean, those are understandable circumstances. I just I wish that they would stop demeaning the single the minor titles. Yeah, like, treat them as, you know, titles that can main event. I think Rollins and uh Dolph Ziggler main evented a pay-per-view last year. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, and, and you mean I mean you mentioned it, but you know, right away when you see like Samoa Joe or whoever's in a tournament, right away you can cross them off the list. Well, he's not going to win. Yeah. He's right. already got a title. Exactly. And it's, you know, the same thing with a lot of things where it's I always say but process of elimination and then you already narrow it down. It's like, well, I don't know if you have it on your list of topics, but it's like, well, then that leaves AJ Styles to win. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I was. I was wondering: is he gonna, you know, just pull it out? And I, I honestly didn't. I, I was worried that they were gonna put Baron Corbin because, oh my God, just yeah, they seem to like him. He fits the mold. I, I or thought. Whatever. I thought because he beat Kurt Angle, it'd be like, oh, they're gonna ride this for a right. month or two. And, and then just... are they really gonna have Seth and AJ do a face, you know, face versus face? I didn't think this soon. Yeah, exactly, right off the bat. like. So it made you think Corbin. Like, I really uh, thought that they were going with Corbin. <laughs> I was like, are they really going to, you know, maybe they'll schmoz it out and oh, tell a further story or something like that. You know, there's all these avenues to tell a further story, and they just go with a. But not with Baron Corbin. There's no yeah, story wow. there. Honestly, um, I was thinking Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins. That would have been you could have saved AJ for SummerSlam. For SummerSlam, right. But. Then that would have been a little worrying because it was like, well, then Drew kind of has to lose, doesn't he? Because Rollins right. needs a defense, and AJ can lose that Money in the Bank and be fine. And yeah, he'll he'll, he'll you know be he'll be as fine. popular as ever the next night, so right, it won't right. really matter. But like Samoa Joe, I mean, is he going to feud with Braun? He's got to focus on his title. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's got. I'd like to see the the Joe Braun. They teased that. That was really enticing. Was Braun even on Raw? Uh, yeah, didn't he do a thing? He did a thing. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm kind of seriously asking, but the fact of the matter. It was so long ago. It's been a rough week. Man. It's been a rough week. <laughs> yeah, I tell you. And we're getting a blizzard on Saturday. <laughs> oh yeah, that's uh, yeah, we are. End you of know. April. Check your local listings. Right, exactly. Spoiler. 
<laughs> and then um, I think Joe needs a few wins on wins under his belt. Absolutely, they need to strengthen Joe as a character. So, like you said, like focus on that title. Right, he's got Make the U.S. It a title. World title. Run it, yeah. Make it treated just as much. Even and throw in a couple. Well, I guess that's a face thing to do the open challenges. But I mean, you know, just uh, I mean, make can, it present. Make it worth something. Yeah, I mean, you can easily spin it and just say, "I'll beat any of you bums in the back each week," and yeah. then just wipe the floor with a couple guys like Kurt Hawkins or Zach Ryder <laughs> or <laughs> local talent. Right, and just wipe the floor for a few weeks, right. and then boom, Braun Strowman comes out. Did and, we lose the Brooklyn Baller? <laughs> I don't he, think we lost anyone. I think he got, I mean, not like lose from this earth, but he doesn't work for WWE anymore, right? Oh, but I'm sure if he got a call, he'd be there in five yeah. seconds. I just saw a picture of him, and that made me think, like, local talent. And yeah, I mean, a lot of guys, like, back in the day. right, like Teddy Long, and half these Barry guys aren't Horowitz. under contract. <laughs> Bring them back. Bring back Barry Horowitz. And it's like, you know, uh, Teddy Long, like, half these guys aren't under contract, and then you see him at the Hall of Fame yeah, just hanging show, out, oh, or well, they're I mean, backstage. You know, does it really matter, I guess? What else are they going to do, play him? Play a player tag team match, <laughs> tag match. This is a tag match against the Undertaker. I don't know. Of course, everybody. <laughs> Bring them all on. Yes, yes, yes. So I guess back to women's tag though. But uh, does Asuka and Kyrie Sane seem just thrown together? Like that's a haphazard well, thing to me. I could be rude and mention the obvious reason why they're together, but we're not going to go there. Instead, I'm going to talk about what I've said from the beginning: is why is Asuka being managed by Paige? Right. What what advantage is that for her? No, Asuka clearly, you know, could teach her anything. And I guess it goes back to the inside joke of when on NXT, Daniel Bryan was mentored by The Miz. Right. And it was kind of like, <laughs> oh, this is clearly a shot at him. But right. this doesn't feel like a shot. This feels like, well, why the heck is, uh, why is Asuka going to listen to anything Paige says? And then, you know, I, I've seen it said that, well, you know, Paige speaks English. You know, she right. can walk them kind of through everything and learning stuff, but then, you know... Kyrie I mean, that was Zane, kind of the Jim Cornette thing with Yokozuna back in 93, you know, yeah, he was able to interpret. And she could kind of lead them that way, but, you know, they haven't exactly been speaking too much. Yeah, does she speak Japanese? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't like the whole thing. I really think that it would have been a much better idea to bring Kairi Sane up with Io Shirai, and that way, because she's from NXT, and you got Paige, who is a former main roster talent, that seems like the general, the obvious bridge. Right, and I think um, I have like four points in my head that just came up. I'm not sure I'm going to remember all of them. Yeah, bring it on. But I know Kyrie Zane was the one in the match, but like Asuka didn't even get her own music when she came out. Right. She was a background player. It's like, um, no, this is Asuka who last month was champion and exactly. made Becky tap out. and you Right, know, won she the dominated TLC. at the Rumble. She won the TLC main event in December, and now she's coming out next to Kyrie Zane and Paige's little smiling grin that she does. So it's like, like clown makeup. Right, and I hope that... Um, Paige, yeah. <laughs> I hope I hope this absolution. I like is, Paige. Don't get me wrong. I right. thought she was awesome, but that was yeah. Yeah, she's fine. I think the um, absolution tease maybe with Sonya and Mandy. Yeah, where are they taking that now? Maybe that's where Paige goes, because then I would be fine with it if this is all a setup and then Paige turns heel. Right. Yeah. And then they kind of reunite because it's like nobody's mentioned absolution at all. So now it's being mentioned. Is this a little foreshadowing? But can I mean, and how many face teams ever have a manager? Really? You know, they've got to be foreshadowing for something. I'm, but I'm almost like I got to assume it's to travel around and to get used to the U.S. and more English promos. Right. It just it feels like Asuka is the square peg in the round hole. Like No, she shouldn't be in this team at all. I don't like it at all. And I'm trying to think of my other points that popped into my head, but nothing's coming up. Nothing. Oh, yeah, I just remembered it. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, 
you mentioned Io Shirai. Um, I think she's feuding with uh, Shayna next yeah. in NXT. And actually, it was never going to be uh, Kyrie and Io. Um, it was actually going to be Kyrie and Candice LeRae. Oh, that would have been interesting. Io was actually never an option as much as um, it was kind of talked about before the Sky Pirates. Um, yeah. Candice was going to get it. Was but, that um, because uh, Johnny was going to be moving up? I think it had something to do with that, but also you can just kind of tell, like Lacey Evans, they didn't really do anything with her in NXT. Right, and right. And Candice has now been there, what, a year, year and a half? I don't even know, and they've done nothing with her, so it's like almost Elias, like, well, he's a main roster guy, not a NXT Yeah, guy. well, speaking of Candice, I did see that they actually, and this was the first NXT team that was calling out the women's tag team uh, champions. They said that they want a gun for that now. Yes, I'm glad. Iconics obviously made their name in NXT, and everyone knows about the Iconics and their run there. So I hope it happens, but, you know, wouldn't Bailey and Sasha be the better team to kind of— Of course they would have been. Instead I of mean, Iconics laughing and joking and not having a great match. I feel like we've been here before. <laughs> we have been here before, and it's just—I don't want to say frustrating because, you know, I don't get too worked up over this stuff, but— Sasha and Bailey seem to like it, and whatever Sasha's doing, you know, I'm sure she has a reason. I don't know if she's tweeted or said anything yet. Uh, the last tweet that I saw, or Instagram or whatever, on the, I, I read the dirt sheets, call them whatever you will, the the insider info, quote okay. unquote. But uh, they showed an Instagram post that she's at some kind of hut in some tropical region. So apparently she's still on vacation. Okay. And living it up because that girl has made a ton of money, and she prob- if she has quit, she deserves. I mean, hey, we did get some great matches out of her. We got some great moments. So maybe she should just go and have some fun now. Yeah, clear, I mean. Clear her head a little bit. And Yeah, I think um, <clears throat> I want to say my girlfriend take a shot. I think she <laughs> said that Sasha tweeted hey, I out. I tonight. I don't have to work. Oh, nice. I think um, she said that Sasha tweeted like a heart or something. Just yeah. A heart. Yep. I think it was a heart, and it was. I think there was a the picture of like this. Is she still on vacation? I, I would assume so. <sighs> Come on, Sasha. <laughs> hey, she deserves a break. I mean. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But you know, we all deserve a break. But I mean, not by walking out of your job <laughs> and no <Right>. joy. <laughs> you know, so maybe she got it approved, and they said, okay, it's approved, but we need you back in a month. <laughs> yeah. You know, take take your time. I, but I, I we're do gonna think hold there you to it. is probably some underlying thing where. You know, they're probably, like, I don't want to say laughing at everyone right now, but I do think there's some kind of understanding where it's just kind of like, all right, yeah, we'll I mean, come back in a month and talk. Right. And maybe even, we'll just let everybody think that there's something going on. So yeah. when I come back, it's like, ooh. But I mean, the losing the titles and the Bailey thing, you know, clearly, you know, that's something to build off of. And, you know, even when Punk left, like, I think it was either he texted or Triple H texted him or something like a few months later. And Punk texts back of just, you know, yeah, I'm always here. We can always talk. Right. You know, and then nothing happens. Then nothing so, happens. Right. So it's like, what was it, a 60-day suspension they gave Punk or something yep. officially? You know, just something like that. Basically suspended him through the rest of his contract. So, and... I mean, it's the same with Sasha where there may be bad blood, but, I mean, I'm sure after a text, like, hey, let's talk and give me a call. And right. right back to where it is. I don't think it's as bitter as probably what's being reported yeah um, everything always gets overblown on the internet that's just right the, i mean the that, nature of it that is what brings clicks i mean let's be honest which i would like that that's my disclaimer is that all i do is read stuff on the internet so it, take it for what it is a grain of salt it's not bible truth no 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 well let's not talk about bible <laughs> truth <laughs> we won't talk about that yeah that, that that's a totally different podcast maybe next time <laughs> a few more jameson in this well you want some Yes, I do, actually. 
pass over the bottle. There we go. I mean, we got to play the game, right? If anybody else does. Absolutely. Yep. Um, like I said, it was it, it, but you know, uh, how about those lovely auto subtitles that USA has been throwing up? Do, do you get those? I do not. No, maybe it's just my network. But what are they doing? Well, they kept calling Kofi Kingston Kobe. Kingston <laughs> and it just or they get words wrong all the time and it's not a setting on my TV I checked this is it's the, the station say, just turn them off yeah I, I would love to I, I tried <laughs> I went through my television and I looked for every instance of a closed caption that's weird it's all set to off it's the network putting up these titles I like of all your notes you wrote down the subtitle <laughs> <laughs> well you know I watched the thing and I'm gonna let you know how it is I'm a straight shooter and I don't hold back <laughs> I love it I, I, I have seen one though when um Rhonda used to call herself the baddest woman on the planet right the subtitle said the fattest <laughs> I see yep yep I saw that so yeah. little typo there, I think. But yeah, it's it's yeah, it get gets annoying. Come on, USA, get with it. Get with it, USA. Come on. Or maybe it's charter. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Ooh. Charter. Taking um, a shot. Yeah. So with uh okay, so we got Kofi as our champion. We Kofi got is Becky as the champion. Becky is a champ. Does it feel like to and you Seth Rollins. and Seth Rollins? And Kurt Hawkins and Zach But Ryder. Seth Finn Balor. Go ahead. Okay. Does it feel like to you that moment when you like you get everything you want, and you're just waiting for the shoe to drop. Like, there's just that, you know, you see yeah. Kofi out there, when is he going to get screwed? When is Becky going to get screwed? Yeah, like we, I'm reminded of, uh, I think it was late 2001, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, and Zack Ryder all stood out on Raw with their titles. Right. And then they posed and all this stuff. And then ratings tanked for their main event. So <laughs> it was just like, and then I think uh, Jack Swagger was the one who defeated... Uh, Zack Ryder for the U.S. title, yeah, and then obviously Brian lost in 18 seconds, but whatever. <laughs> so then the whole thing of um, Kofi, I'm reminded of the I don't know if my mic is off or something. It sounds a little weird in my headphones, but whatever. Oh, so I think um, it's weird that it's weird you mentioned that because I'm a fan of uh, Married with Children. Okay, and um, there's something called the Bundy Curse. Right. Al Bundy, which got their last name from King Kong Bundy. Um, he was, uh, he was having a great string of good luck. Like he was hitting every green light. You know, he always talks about fat women coming into the shoe store, but said nothing but beautiful women were coming in today. And he was saying all this stuff about, you know, the Bundy curse. And he was just like, oh my gosh, I'm having such all this good luck. And it reminds me of Kofi. And then his wife, Peggy was just like, this is great. What are you talking about? You're having the best luck ever. Like he found a $20 bill and this was like the greatest for the Bundys. He kept telling her the Bundy curse, the Bundy curse. Right. So then he's playing poker and he's playing with a bunch of guys and stuff and he's just racking in all the money. He's racking in everything, everything. He's got like a full house. He's hitting all the cards, everything. And uh, Jefferson, his neighbor, who's the dealer, but actually on Al's side and he's getting all giddy because he knows he's collecting money and he's they're winning and everything. And he looks down and he's got four aces. And then um, they're playing the kind of poker where, you know, you can say how many cards you want. So two or one or if you okay. want to hold. So then right away, Jefferson quick goes, oh, Al will hold. And then quickly Al goes four and then puts down four cards. And Jefferson goes, what? And everyone, and then the whole crowd gasps. You know, it's kind of the crowd reaction. And then Al, Bunt, he goes, you know, you don't understand the Bundy curse. 
if I keep this hand, this is going to be the greatest thing ever, but you have no idea what the other shoe is going to fall. <laughs> right, right. You don't even want to know what's going to happen. So then Jefferson angrily shoots down four cards and slides them over to Al, and then they go around the table because now they're playing for all their sports cars. Okay. Everyone has all put right. up their cards because yeah. Al has won all their money. So okay. now they're putting up their cars, and they have all these nice cars out front. So all the buddies are like, I got two pair. I got three of a kind. And then Al looks at his hand and slowly shakes, and he's got a royal flush now. Oh, no. <laughs> I think it is, or maybe he's got four aces now, but whatever. And he just starts shaking, and then Jefferson starts, like, dancing with him and picking him up, and he's just like, I love you. And then Al's like, those better be keys in your pocket. <laughs> and then as he's celebrating, he goes, wait a minute, the Bundy curse. Nothing bad happened. I have officially beat the Bundy curse, and forever Al will be. And at that moment, cops run in with their guns drawn. Oh. Then he goes, who owns those cars out front? They all point, point at, Al. at Al. And then he goes, well, they're all registered stolen. So oh. <laughs> then Al goes, of course they are. Of course they are. <laughs> Long story short, you know, the Bundy curse. So right now, you know, Kofi's champ, Finn Balor's champ, right. Becky Lynch's champ, I think I already said it, Kofi, Seth Rollins, Becky, you know, even if you want to include Kurt Hawkins or Zack Ryder. So, you know, it does kind of feel like, okay, who's going to kind of lose first right. and then who's from there. So I'm already thinking Becky, yeah. Charlotte, Kofi, who I think we'll get to, but I think he'll beat Kevin Owens. Yeah. Seth Rollins will probably retain for a while. Balor. That could go either way. Andrade, maybe hit or miss. So I agree with you. It is, um, you know, you're just kind of waiting, like, what's next? Right. It's like you said, uh, you know, the heroes do have to win. Well, they did at Mania. So they now did it's Mania. just a matter of, okay, now Vince is going to just destroy us all. You know, we've we've believed and invested for Rip so our long. Hearts out. And now he's just ready. Because that's what he does. Because that's what keeps us watching. Over that's what keeps and us watching. Again. And I don't know. Do you, th I mean, not to get ahead, but do you think Kofi will beat Kevin Owens? Do you think Rollins will beat AJ? Um,. You know, it, I think Rollins will beat AJ. I think it's going to be a fantastic match. Yeah. Um, I think that it, that Rollins will beat AJ, um, clean or not. You know, maybe they'll open up another story for him or whatnot. Yeah. Um, it's a good first contender. It's kind of weird they're doing the face versus face right off the bat, but if that's what they're going to do, I hope they, you know, knock it out of the park. Yeah, um, it'll be probably the main event in like 30, 40 minutes. I'm hoping that Kofi retains. I'd like to see Kofi retain. Um well, but I I can also see them going the other way because again they did that with Jeff Hardy his first title defense lost it we were I was behind him for years and watching it in fact when like his DVD came out I actually sat and watched like every match that led up to him you know all his previous title attempts and then he fails and then he gets up there and then he fails <laughs> and then he has a chance and then he fails. yeah I almost wonder if um because now Kofi got his moment right will it be like well Owens you know, now it's time for him to get his moment again because he right. hasn't been Universal Champion in what over two years yeah, now. It's been a while. He's never been WWE Champion. Which never is, been WWE Champion, and almost kind of to make up for him uh, not being at Mania at right. all, kind of getting screwed out of that title match because you know Kofi technically did take his spot. Right. Same with Ali. Yeah. And then does Roman Reigns win the title over Kevin Owens? <laughs> Could go at SummerSlam. You got Kevin Owens, you know, Kevin Owens wins at uh, Money in the Bank, retains for a little while. SummerSlam comes up, and you got the big dog coming at your door. Speaking of Kevin Owens, we were going to talk about him a little bit last week. Um, okay, yes. A little, little story about Kevin Owens. <laughs> All right, um, I'll sit back and listen. I've never, I never met the guy, but there was this uh, one moment. You and I used to work together. 
in a, a printing factory. Yes. And uh, I believe that you... They did their big layoff at this point, so I don't think you were employed there at this time. But we started running. Um, I survived, I think, like the first two or three until um, I was there a while after it. And then I think eventually it was just like, uh, get your jacket and come with us. We yeah. need to talk. I, As I, I was waving, <laughs> like, I know. I this seem is. to remember that if we were running this particular magazine when you were working there, you and I would have been a lot more excited about it. We started running Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Oh, I was definitely not there then. Yeah. I would have been reading that all day. (laughs) And it was on my machine. Nice. And so I read that thing cover to cover for about a week. And it it was great. It was a monthly thing. It was really cool. But uh, this So this is circa 2008-ish or whatever. Uh, maybe No, actually it was 2010 because I had uh, was going through a divorce and whatnot. So I was I, gone. I didn't have cable, so I was forced to watch Ring of Honor on uh, 24 on the Sinclair Network. I like how you said forced. <laughs> well, that's all I had. I You know, I could watch, if I was quick enough, I could watch Raw on YouTube before they took it down. Okay. Because uh, yeah. if you got in there just in time, you could catch yep. up with Raw. So sometimes I would stay up. But most of the time it was Ring of Honor on Friday nights or Saturday nights. Because I only had over-the-air cable, right? Or tape, uh, not even cable antenna. And so when I started watching Ring of Honor, it was the story of Kevin Steen uh. coming back and having this big feud with Jim Cornette. And I watched that for probably three, four, five, six, seven weeks, whatever it was. I was really, it was a great story. Okay. So fast forward, we're running Pro Wrestling Illustrated. They do an interview with Kevin Owens, and they say, you know, would you like to? What would you? What do you see for the future? And he's like, well, you know, everybody talks about WWE, and I'd, you know, it'd be nice to get there and make some John Cena fan cry, but I'm happy doing what I'm doing. And he did what he did, and he did the independence, and what was it? All of a sudden, fast forward a bunch of years, and he's on NXT. And I, I, I'm watching him on NXT, and I'm digging this, and I'm digging this, and I'm like, I saw this guy, and I followed <laughs> this guy, and I got this strong connection to him. So um, there was a point where my wife and I would watch Raw together, and she was playing around on Twitter or whatever. Yeah. And, all this, and we were watching on a delay because at this point I had to uh, take my daughter home. So I started like maybe a half hour late or whatever, DVR. And we're sitting there and watching it, and all of a sudden like my wife is scrolling through, and she goes, uh-oh, honey. And I'm like, what? Uh-oh. And it was, I can't remember which Raw it was, which big pay-per-view was after, but all of a sudden John Cena is issuing this challenge. And all of a sudden, da-na-na-na, na na And I'm like, huh? Huh? And I'm like, huh? <laughs> and, I'm like <gasps> and I see K-O. And I go, honey, this is the guy. This is the guy I told you about. This guy right here, this guy. And here we are. You know, the first feud that he has on the main roster is with John Cena. And, and he beat him. You know, and he beat him. And then I remember watching the Breaking Ground documentary, and they were talking that he you know, got like what was called a double pop raise. I have no idea what that was, but it sounded cool. Sounds like that's something reserved for only the special of the it, talent. Yeah, it's not so, just a raise, but then it's the main roster raise on top. So, I mean, that's just awesome that Kevin Owens, you know, I went from reading about him in The Independence and now look at him, you know, a viable contender for the WWE Championship, having been a former Universal Champion. Yeah, I think he, like, I forgot the pay-per-view he debuted after. I want to say his payback or elimination, no, not elimination chamber, Extreme Rules. But then um, they were 13 days away from, it was just a network special elimination chamber. And then that's when they had their match. And he was still yep, an NXT that's champion. Right. That's right. And it was just, you know, very weird. And then he won. Yeah, he loses the, the he wins that elimination chamber and then loses the NXT title. And then. Yeah, to like, Finn Balor. Right. And then doesn't really. And then finished know. up at the ladder match in Brooklyn, yep. I think. Was that. Yeah, he lost in Tokyo and then lost in Brooklyn. Right. And right. then that was kind of it. And 
that was uh, your special weekend. Yep, that's right. Oh yeah, the seed that. Wow, I remember. I remember coming home. And Bailey and Becky, uh, or not Bailey and Becky. I'm sorry, Bailey and Sasha had their classic in Brooklyn that night. Yep, I remember we had a couple hours before the wedding actually started, and um, I went home and I actually watched as much of Takeover as I could. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do before your wedding? <laughs> watch yeah. wrestling. NXT was on. What you do you know, think I did? Say. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, uh, Kevin Owens. It, and to, to touch on that, I think that that swerve was obvious. You knew he was turning. I mean, I don't know. Seeing him as a face is almost um, you know, not as believable, especially the pancake-throwing-pastel-wearing face. No, I mean, no, I mean he that's wasn't. That's not him. No, he was never going to be the big O and be a member of the New Day, obviously. Right, that, that was definitely not going to I would have, um, you know, we mentioned this last week. I thought he was actually going to turn last week. Yeah. Like, I didn't even think it'd last a week. So when it happened this week, is like, there it is. Because <laughs> Daniel Bryan's out. They needed a heel opponent for Kofi. Exactly, absolutely. And if it wasn't going to be Orton, who has not been around or whatever. He's tired. He's tired. Yeah, I mean, he's been on after the show. So it's weird. Like, do they just not want him to have him on? Is he safe for a surprise? But, you know, they needed a heel opponent for Kofi. Because right. you can't do face-face with him right away. Right. Seth you can't Rollins have that and, on both sides of the card. No, you can't do it. He's too much <clears> of an <throat> underdog who won at Mania. So they needed a right. heel for him. And, you know, like I said, I thought it would be last week, but this week it was great. And take a shot. My girlfriend was caught off guard, but she was shocked. So it clearly worked in that aspect that, you know, take a shot. There you go, Jameson. Um, you know, it worked, and it was shocking. If you heard the crowd, like, I don't know if they uh, I don't know if they bought into, what was it, Big O? Is that it? Big, Big o? o, yeah. I don't know if they bought into it, but, you know, they seem shocked. So right. Clearly, it worked. I mean, yeah, it definitely worked, but that could be a credit to the great storytellers. You know, you got oh, yeah, yeah. Owens, Kofi Kingston, all seasoned professionals. And a quick little shout-out even to Xavier Woods for the powerbomb. Yeah, oh, that looked like it. Oh. And, you know, with Big E out, is the story now going to be that Kofi's on his own? And not again, but take a shot. My girlfriend at the end of SmackDown goes, uh, she, she, they're showing Xavier writhing in pain. She goes, um... Is he okay? Oh, yeah? Yeah, he so, sold it well. It's like, yeah, this is great. Kevin Owens. And um, to your point, um, he was, a, I guess, technically a face when he debuted in NXT. He had the vignettes right. and yes, stuff. Yes, he did. Yep. I think he beat, um, I can't remember his name. He was a guy who held up the signs for, like, the Better America or Better oh, yeah. CJ Parker or something. Ju was, yeah, he's now Juice Robinson and NJ. Right. I think it New was Japan. it CJ Parker. Yeah, CJ 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 Parker. Well, whatever his name Dreadlocks. was. Dreadlocks. Yes, he yeah. was technically a face. That might have been his last match in NXT, was it? Did he leave after that or was he He did because you know that's really I'll be honest, that's exactly the the exact moment that I started really paying attention to NXT and started really There was a point where I followed it pretty much religiously. Um and that was when uh he he won his debut match, Kevin Owens did. Busted his nose. Busted his nose, and then comes out to congratulate Sami Zayn for winning the championship, and then power bombs him on the apron. And yeah. He is, and I'm like, that is the Kevin Steen that I right. know. And they had a big feud in ROH. That's what Huge. they were known for. And obviously oh, they feuded amazing. on and off you know, the past four or five years. God, so. Those guys were just so brutal to each other. It was amazing. They are so good. And then just like his uh, debut against Cena, um, Owens ended up beating Sami Zayn right. two months later. To the day, two months exactly since his debut. But to the previous point, he was a face for, what, two hours? Yeah. So he's always <laughs> been a heel. And then even this New Day, I don't know if that officially counts as a turn. I guess it— I wouldn't. I mean, I, it kind of does. It was a work. The whole thing was well, a work. Well, right. The whole thing was to set up the heel so turn. So I wouldn't say that was an actual turn. I think, I think it was a work. So it's like The Miz 
you know, where it's like, well, he's kind of a good face. I don't know, maybe like, but he's so good as a heel. So it's like, how long until they go, man, Miz, you know. I think Kevin Owens can be a good face. I think he can definitely, he's done it for a little while. Um, yeah, he came back in, uh, what, was it February or March? Yeah. So that's what I mean. Was that counted, counted as a face turn? Because he was feuding with Daniel Bryan and all them. So he was a face for the past month. The New Day thing, yeah, obviously Yeah, but he not. really didn't get a chance to showcase it because no, it was all that. And, I mean, even he got the stunner. Like, right, That's right. a move you cheer. And, that yeah, that was the whole point. He's not doing that anymore. I hope not, but... they've they've uh, That's one thing that I did hear reported is that they actually did this heel turn a little faster than they wanted to. Um, but because Daniel Bryan being injured, they needed that, that heel to to. Yeah, that scares me if... Brian, and they're not even saying why. Well, because I, I think we know why. I mean, I don't want to know why. Last I, time we didn't know why he came out and announced he was retiring. <laughs> you know how long can you push it? You know, you do something the same way for so long, and regardless of whether you're told you should not do this anymore, you sometimes fall back into same routines. So. Yeah, this is kind of the whole thing with him coming back. I think people. You know, I was a little skeptical uh, when he came back. I'm like, it's been a year, and it's like I, I remember seeing like some of these creative humor uh, Twitter accounts being like, maybe let's not hit the guy in the head that has a history of concussions. Yeah, let's not have Kofi <laughs> kicking him square in the face. Right? How about we don't kick the concussion guy in the head, huh? And I mean, even, there's other parts of the body to sell. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and even on Brian, I mean, he can slow down his you right. know style. You and, know, he obviously changed his drop kicks. He's no longer landing. The yeah. same way he uses the ropes for a lot of leverage. Yes, um, he has changed his stuff. But even when he came back last year, I thought, you know, okay, he's going to be like a Brock Lesnar special attraction. You know, he can come in, or even Undertaker. He can do a few matches a year, yeah. and then all of a sudden, I think it was within like a month, he was feuding with Big Cass, which <laughs> we, we'll try to. Forget. How did that go? Yeah, and he's feuding with Big Cass, and all of a sudden, he's being added to live events one by one. It's like, wait a minute, and then after like a month, he's full time. It's like uh, I'm not sure this is a good idea. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it's obviously what he wanted to do, you know, because... Right, but I mean, Ric Flair also didn't want to retire, but he was, you know, 100 years old. So sometimes, again, WWE was cast as the bad guy, but right. now you're seeing why. But now there's that almighty dollar. There's the almighty dollar, but I mean, I don't think for... Well, I think for the company, but, you know, Brian is someone who saved his money, and obviously Brie Bella. Right, right. And even, you know, the reality show, I know Brian wants to be yeah. <laughs> known as more than the total diva's husband. but. Why? I don't think the money is for them, but for WWE, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I mean, it makes sense. Let's just hope he's back and then attacks Kofi after he beats Kevin Owens or something, right. and then he's back. But it was good to see Nakamura in the, against Kofi. That was really cool to see him as a singles doing a singles match. I know he was, had Rusev at his side, but it, it was, I like Nakamura. I've been a big fan. Yeah, of his. he's another one like Asuka. I mean, we forget they both won the Rumble last right. year. Right, and uh, Lita Strauss, you stole my gig. I was doing Shinsuke's music before you were. Just that is true. Throw that out there. I can vouch for there that. There is it's a true. video on Twitter. There is a video. We're gonna somehow retweet it. Nobody and... called me. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Heartbroken. I thought maybe, you know. I'm going to send her that video. Make sure you send that to me. I'll right. tweet it out to her. All right. We'll do that. <laughs> Somebody will see it. Maybe I'll send it to Mickey James. Oh. The, oh. But I think um, the Nakamura thing, um, a few months ago, is reported that he was leaving, and I had tweeted out because I had some uh, conflicting info, yeah. but I was told no. So I said, don't listen to the Nakamura stuff. But then, you know, everyone went on the whole AEW, and he's leaving. Right, right. And, that's why he lost. I f was it the U.S. title or he had a title and then he'd recently US lost title, it. Yeah. So everyone's like, "Well, this is his way out. He's right. lost the title. Here we go." 
And it was. And now I believe he just resigned. And I was, yeah. And it was, and I was no. The answer was no. He yeah. wasn't going anywhere. He's so. gonna, he's gonna be a staple for a little while yet. No, he, <clears throat> him, and, he enjoys the U.S. His family and stuff. Right. So yeah, he's. I mean, he put all that time into moving here and all that. I mean, Hideo Tommy wanted out, but right. Not but, Nakamura. Right. But they weren't doing much with Hideo. They actually it looks like they got plans for Shinsuke at least to keep no, him a, to keep him there, you know, in, in the spotlight. Not necessarily like giving him a title or having him pushed, but he's gonna be But I hope they do. Yeah, I, I hope they do too. I love Shinsuke Nakamura. I think that guy is awesome. And are we calling him Shinsuke or is that <laughs> Did he lose a name? I don't know. They've been calling him Nakamura for about two weeks. I mean, now. I just call him Nakamura. Yeah, I mean it works. But um no, that guy I've always been behind him ever since he debuted with Sam. Yeah, and if I mean Nakamura then gets attention, you know, then that means someone else loses a spot on the card because right. each time it goes now, does that mean then Rusev and Lana are back on their own? I love Rusev too. I th- I think Rusev is awesome. Like, I mean, there's only two hours on SmackDown. It was teased they make it three hours. <laughs> uh, let's let's hope not. But I think let's with Fox, I think Fox. What was it? They have the um, they have the Fox affiliate news at nine. Right, so, uh, they, so they were talking about the, well, they were talking the third hour may go to FS1. Oh gosh! So like basically, they're already getting they're, a studio show. They right? Oh, they're gonna they're gonna give you so much content, you're gonna be just swimming. Yeah, Fox Sports, probably the app. I've said it before, but I would like the um the takeovers to be on Fox. That'd be cool. Or Fox I mean, Sports I could see that. or whatever. You know, if a Saturday night they don't have a college football because right, that's, right. For them or, you know, the World Series and obviously NFL is Sundays, but, you know, a Saturday night like they did UFC specials, you know, why not have the takeovers on there? Yeah, why not? I mean, it, better than they're looking reruns for of Gotham or whatever they are. Yeah. Yeah. And they're looking for, you know, more of a sports presentation. And it's and live. NXT has dollars. always been more of a sports presentation. Yeah. I'm uh, I mean, we, we mentioned a lot the past two weeks, but even now with uh, the uh, Latino Andrade and Selena. Right. I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, you know Fox does and it, how much it, they do. If like WWE is going to be on now Tuesdays, obviously then Friday nights, and then if they do have NXT quarterly specials at least. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Like Saturday night's main event. Yep. Uh, well, I heard that the next NXT takeover is actually going to be a standalone thing. It's not going to be mixed up with okay. another uh, pay per view. Yeah, that would work. I mean, I think um, I think we're kind of at that point where I don't want to say they should do monthly. That might it might be a bit much. Again, yeah. that might be that too much. That's why NXT works so well. It's one hour a week. Yeah, it's every few months a pay per view. Right, right. And you don't want them to go to two hours. You don't and want them to get three hours. And I can see do. them doing two hours. That might be cool. Yeah, they do have. But a lot then of again, time. I don't watch. <laughs> I I don't watch weekly. Oh, I I watch the the definitely pay-per-views. not. And then um. The pay-per-views, you know, you don't want to get them too much. Like we right. said, too much of a good thing is a bad thing. And NXT just hits all the right notes right now, so why fix what isn't broken? Exactly. Well, because Vince likes to do that. Well, if he's offered more money, what was it? Um, I think it was a studio show and a third hour of SmackDown would be an extra, like, $50 million or something. Jesus. So it's it's just tough. Like, if you're I'll an owner. Like, we complain about, you know, Raw three hours, and I do. I admit guilt. Right. And it is long. It, it is it, a marathon. It is a marathon each week. But here's the thing. If you're owning the company and USA comes to you and says, here's a billion-dollar TV deal. Exactly. Uh, or, you, you know, know, Saudi Arabia comes and says, here's a bunch of million dollars to right. fly over here and do what you would normally do anyways. Yeah. I mean, Saudi Arabia, it's reported $40 million. I was told it's $25 million. Does it really matter? Probably not. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. <laughs> it's more money than you and I could dream to. Well, we could dream about it. It's more than you and I will ever accumulate. Oh, I dream about it. Don't worry. Oh, I yeah, I do too. <laughs> I mean, we're speaking in a of Saudi Arabia, <laughs> right? 
No, we're in the lab. What are we're you in the lab. That's what it is. We're in the lab. basement lab. So, <laughs> so I think um, Saudi Arabia, um, are you thinking uh, Undertaker Elias? I mean, that's what they're leading towards. It, it sounds, you know, then, like uh, the thing. Is it then Brock Rollins rematch? I don't care. My thing would screw be um, Brock Lesnar. I only say that because he was name dropped on Raw. I know, and it seemed like they were moving I, on, but then Seth Rollins was like, "Let me guess, Brock." And then Triple H was like, "No, they're still in Vegas." Yeah, well, which they probably are. <laughs> they're gonna bring Brock because that's the only date left on his contract. But really, screw Brock. Lesnar, I could care less. I'm sorry for any talent that has to be put in the ring with him and forced to tell a story with that talentless garbage hole. Whoa, Seth Rollins or? uh, No. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. (laughs) All right. The only reason why Brock Lesnar matches sell is because Paul Heyman makes him sound so great. All right, what if it's another clean loss for Lesnar? Would that make it okay? The fact that he's on the card. I mean, I would be happy with a clean loss. If he has to be on the card, yeah, I want him to lose. I want him to lose cleanly, and I want him to go home and cry about it. Here would be an interesting thing. We all remember uh, Survivor Series two years ago where Brock beat AJ Styles. Yep. How about AJ and Seth have a little disputed finish, and then Brock comes back, wants a rematch, AJ wants a rematch, and then AJ Styles finally gets the win over Brock in Saudi Arabia for another title match. I can get behind it. Anything that sees we Brock that on match the losing end. Yeah, it'd be a great match. Anything that sees Brock on the losing end, I'm for. But what if he comes back and wins the title back? Then I am canceling my subscription. I'm turning off WWE, and I will never see them again. And never, ever? I will never be featured on a 411 podcast available anywhere that you can get uh, Apple, iTunes, Spotify. Give us five stars. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Yeah, I w- Yeah. All right, it's on air now, you know. If I know, I know. I don't think it'll happen. I think I'm not going to do something as silly as uh, throw a brick at my TV or hit it with a sledgehammer. Or a baseball bat. Or a baseball bat, whatever the, the gimmick was. But <laughs> seriously, I, I'm sick of Brock Lesnar. I, no. If I never see him again, it would still be too soon. Yeah, I think it would be to come back and, you know, either lose to AJ or Rollins works. And, you know, we just talked about it. You know, if Saudi Arabia comes at you with $25 million and says we want, turn that we want Brock, yeah. Well, I mean, that makes sense, and I, I understand it. Right. But he doesn't have to win. He doesn't have to stick around. No, I don't. I think you know, it is UFC. I would get behind the, the Brock Lesnar if he just came in, suplex, and left. Didn't even compete. You know, if, if that's what they had to do to keep him strong or whatever. But yeah. keep him away from the title. Keep him away. Or even just Braun. Braun away. can finally beat him. Braun could finally beat him. That would be and awesome. And then that would kind of wrap that up, and Braun can kind of... Run with stuff. You know, I've mentioned it like two times, but, you know, I think a move to SmackDown would be better for Braun. He's, again, not doing anything. I mean, I guess to Samoa Joe tease, but I don't even remember if Braun was on Raw. I got a question about Braun for you. Uh, first, I have to ask, like, do you mind if we, like, say, like, where we're at? Location wise, um, just the area. Okay. So where are we? Southeast Wisconsin, or where? Okay. Do you know what Braun's connection is with Wisconsin? Um, yes. Um, well, first of all, Ryan Braun. I I see. I got that. He got his name from the baseball player, but he does a lot of stuff. I think up his here. dad. Yeah, I was at the Brewer game last week, but not the one he threw out the first pitch really? for. I was like, oh, I just missed it by a day. And then, like, just after New Year's, he did the polar plunge in Hartford, Wisconsin? Yeah, I I don't remember what it is. I would have to Google it. I'm trying not to be on my phone during this, but I'm sure everyone will yell at me and tell me on Twitter. But I think it's his dad used to be 
I don't know if it's softball or some baseball, like home run champ or something. Okay. And I want to say that's the connection, but I'm sure everyone will tell me I'm wrong. I mean, so. how awesome is that? Like That is cool. Uh, you know, he hometown. And right they on. just had, um, I think, a show in Madison, I think. Yep. And actually, I don't think I'll be able to make it, but um, Saturday night, NXT is in Milwaukee. Oh, really? It is. Jeez, where I, am I? The ballroom, <laughs> Turner Ballroom. Is that tomorrow? Yes, it is. Are they going to get snowed out? I don't know if this blizzard's coming. <laughs> I, I heard late Milwaukee's April. expecting like four to eight. Man. I have seen, um, yeah, somebody already on Twitter had uh, sent to the NXT guys, um, like kind of stay warm. Bring your coats. Bring your coats. <laughs> Remember, you need to buy your coat from here for here. Thank <laughs> you, Cat Williams. <laughs> that is true. And, um, you know, I was I don't know if my work schedule is going to line up with it. And then I looked at tickets, like maybe if I could duck out of work early or something, which yeah. would be fine usually. Um I think it was um, one site said it was sold out. Oh, and it's—I mean, it's a Turner Ballroom, so yeah, however, smaller capacity. You know, five hundred, maybe a thousand. I don't know how much it fills, but Turner you know, Ballroom, really. But that's you know NXT. That's what they run. Okay. So that's the uh, buildings they usually run. And I thought they would have done like the rave or. Oh yeah, that would have been yeah. I haven't been to the rave in a while. Yeah, me neither. Well, getting old. NXT. All right, so then um, yeah, Turner Ballroom. I saw one that said sold out, so I looked on StubHub. Okay. And <clears throat> I think it was like ninety bucks just for like the top standing balcony. Oh wow! And I was just like, uh, I've never been to an NXT show, and I really want to go to one. Right? Because everyone says you know they're awesome, but I'm not paying that. But yeah, I mean, it's still kind <laughs> plus of the drive, indie, plus yeah. the blizzard, plus, plus parking, the blizzard. <laughs> plus the hassle, food. I mean, I do work Sunday morning. Not that it would really matter, but gotta then, eat at Mater's. Then Mater's plug. <laughs> yep, Mater's. Go to Mater's. It's awesome. It's a fantastic restaurant. Yes, and then also, you know, then waking up, you know, you'll be tired. So it's all that worth it to pay ninety dollars right, plus right. twenty parking. I mean, that's yeah, you know. But you know, I just said it the other day to my girlfriend. Take a shot. That I just um, <laughs> no more shots. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that Jameson look. No, I'm. I was telling her, you know, I really want to go to an NXT show. And I'm unfortunately, you know, I'm probably going to miss out again. So it's like, yeah. when are they coming back again? Another year? Oh, is that is that how long it was since the last one? I don't even remember. WWE comes around twice, three times a year. Yeah, well, they just we came in one, March. Yeah, for well, a live we get event. one right before WrestleMania, um, and then we get one in the fall, I think, or summer. I think I saw because they. Um, there was this one thing about like a court document showed their whole entire year schedule. Oh, really? Okay. And I want to say it's like December. Um, that makes sense. It's a Friday night, so I'm guessing, and then it's for SmackDown. And then yeah, and then they come back before wrestling. So by by December, SmackDown will be live Friday nights. So I'm guessing it'll be a SmackDown live, you know, on oh, Fox. Oh yeah, right. Ooh. Yeah, so Ooh. they'll be live on Fox by then. But again, that's in December. That could change by now. But let's see if they're floundering or if they're doing well. <laughs> right. See if they brought How in the rocket. How quickly can we cancel a contract? <laughs> <laughs> How can we get that billion dollars back? Right. Let's call up Saudi Arabia. So <laughs> I'm gonna miss NXT again. So I'm kind of disappointed in yeah. that. And they did come to uh, last month for a live event, and they usually announce the return date. And right. They did not announce anything. Oh wow. So that kind of. You know, Maybe they hate us. I don't know what the moral of the story is. I'm kind of rambling. I want to lobby for a WrestleMania in Milwaukee. Yes. Because Miller Park could hold the fans. Could. Uh, it has a dome, so the weather would not be an issue. It has a roof. Retractable um, It in case. might be right around opening day, but I'm sure that schedules could be worked out. If anybody from the big wigs are listening, Milwaukee would be fantastic. Even Green Bay Lambeau Field is more historic, I would say. 
Yeah, well, it, but, I mean, it'd be colder, but, the, but yeah, the problem with Lambeau Field is that they don't have a roof, so snow is very possible early April. Here it is, late April, and they we're, were just in New York, New Jersey. Yeah, but yeah, I know it's Wisconsin. It's, it's like yeah, and I think the reason they don't have a Super Bowl at Legendary Lambeau Field because you'd figure, well, by now they have to have a Super have Bowl. Have to. Well, um, they did that in the '60s. <laughs> well, right. The uh, the excuse given was they don't have the hotel rooms. Right. Because, you know, 100,000 people congregating in the same town. I think Milwaukee so. has capacity in uh, surrounding areas. I mean, Mania's big. Would yeah, Milwaukee but so is the it? Harley Fest. I mean, when they right. had the 100th, we were able to accommodate that. I remember I worked it. It was Did insane. You? I worked at hotels during the Harley Fest. Oh, man. During the 95th and the 100th. Oh, my gosh. How busy was it? Insane. Do you know how many bikes were in the parking lots? I I do not. I used to find my way up to the roof in some of these hotels and just looking down at, I mean, sometimes there would be car conventions, but in this particular case, there was actually one moment the assistant general manager and I went up to the roof and we watched uh, just probably 75 bikes go uh, in two lines leaving uh, the Alliant Energy Center parking lot and heading to Milwaukee an hour and a half away. Just, you know, because that's what you do, because there were no other hotels. You know? That's nuts. But, you know, it's a big thing, but I think they could accommodate it. You know, for WrestleMania, would you drive an hour and a half if your hotel was over there? Well, right. And then also, I mean, you got to consider then the reward for that risk is the, you know, $100 million it brings to the exactly. economy. Exactly. That's and the hotel. why. And be, it would be awesome to show that Milwaukee has, I mean, beer and cheese are great. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> But there's more. I mean, more, we more got, than that. Yeah, we got a lot of great community stuff. There's a lot of, you know, other sports teams that are, you know, technically we have some of the top players in American sports right now. We do. I mean, you could mention the Brewers. You could mention Aaron Rodgers. You could even mention the Milwaukee Bucks, who do have the best record in the NBA. Wow. And First are, time that I can remember that they're actually advanced. The, the new playoffs. arena is awesome. I've been there a bunch. And, and then don't forget competitive eating with Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> too soon, maybe. <laughs> and uh, the Bucks, who may actually win a title, um, you know, their arena is a little too small. It's 15,000, 20,000. Right. But the new arena is awesome, so they could do the Hall of Fame there. They could yep. do the convention there, the access, and hopefully no mentions of Jeffrey Dahmer. But, well, you know, they do have the top sports teams. long that, gone. And, and yes, uh, I mean, we are a little more than beer and cheese, even though we love beer and we cheese. We do love beer and cheese, and you know, you're welcome. <laughs> Maybe I'll uh, contact someone about uh, mania coming whenever they decide to leave yeah, Florida. Yeah. Pull your pull your strings, <laughs> right? Do your powers, cast your spells, whatever it is. <laughs> whatever. Speaking of Milwaukee, so who under a mask is rumored to have made a quick little? Oh my, we got. Uh, CM Punk. Oh, uh, oh what's, man. what's the drinking game for when you drop your phone? The drinking game is there is no drinking oh, game. Okay. Well, we should start one. All right. So, uh, you so want to go ahead? So, what? CM Punk made some return at some indie promotion not too far from Rufus Sport? Um, I don't know. What do you think? Was it him? Uh, well, from what I heard, he was seen in the same clothes that he wore in the ring, but in the ring, he wore a mask. Um, but he was seen waiting outside before the show. Uh, he was seen getting into a car after the show and like had all the same attire on and stuff. And from what I've heard, this isn't the first time. He's actually made a couple of appearances all under mask, but they've just flown under the radar. Um, this one, I think maybe he just got a little too comfortable or just didn't care let anymore. Let his guard down. Let his guard down. And then it was, uh, you know, that lovely social media world that we live in. 
Oh yeah, we yeah. love it. Yep, they've they've found him. But I mean, you know what? I think it's awesome. Uh, good for him. I'm a big punk fan. I've always have been. I'm even wearing a sweatshirt right now. Um, I I oh yeah, I love the yeah, work. You do. That's nice. I love the work I like that the he color. put in. I really love the matches. Uh, I think his title run, that long extended title run that he had, was awesome. I was behind him the whole way. Um, and I, you know, I get why he left it, 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 whatever it was for, I, maybe I don't agree with how he left, but he had to do what he had to do. So if, you know, obviously he still enjoys the performance of it or like the technical part of it, you know, get in, do a couple of moves and, you know, obviously he still enjoys that. And if that still drives him as a passion, then it's awesome that he makes a couple of spots. I hope he enjoyed it and I hope he had fun and I hope nobody got hurt. Yeah, I keep, mean, keep doing it, man. Yeah, and if if he's having fun, then that's what matters. Exactly. And he's even said in a past interview that you know if he ever did return, it would. Uh, I think he said he'd be in a ninja suit and do it in a, <laughs> at a crowd in front of fifty people that nobody would know about. Exactly, and I think that's awesome. He's even sticking to what he said he would do, and I don't think he needs the the big box office he doesn't need the payday anymore i don't think that drives him because there's too many strings attached i think he likes saying okay i'm gonna come in here i'm gonna throw this move on this dude and everybody's gonna clap and they're gonna know it's me but they're not gonna know it's me and then you get this big you know spotlight on your little indie promo is he isn't he the whole uh speculation now and you know you know is uh aew was this kind of a little hint or a little right laying the groundwork for hey Punk might be back. Hey, he hasn't fought in UFC forever. Um, I don't. I don't know if he'll come back. TV? It's hard to picture him to to come back on like a full time wrestling. If Punk schedule. comes out at double or nothing and interrupts, you know, whoever Cody Dean Ambrose, Caddy, <laughs> Dean Ambrose, and then that same week, which I think it's two weeks away, which they are going to announce yeah. um, their TV deal. Right. Right. Um, them and Punk Punk Speaks, you know, could be the Punk's Pipe Bomb debut TNT Tuesday night or Wednesday yeah, night. Yeah, give them like that kind of role. You're not telling me people aren't going to watch that. That's true. And, you know, if, if they are going to be as free with the creative process as they say they're going to be, that might be right up his alley. I mean, right. that was the whole reason why he got into it in the first place. When he did the whole Straight Edge Society, walked in and just, you know, handed Vince McMahon. He said, this is what I'm doing. And he wrote all of his what he was going to be doing yeah so i mean he's got the talent to to be creative and tell his own stories he just wasn't given that that freedom anymore yeah Um, and then i mean even uh below that you could have you know dean ambrose versus kenny omega even though i don't i don't buy into the dean to AEW. i don't i don't think it's going to happen i think he is actually going to you know, just take step, a break, take a break. And if he comes back at the rumble or something, but you know, I could be totally wrong. And then he shows up as the big shock, on, right. uh, their debut at double or nothing, or even in uh, the fall for the TV deal. But back to punk. I mean, I don't know. I, I think it was him. I'm just going to say, Oh I, yeah, I, I definitely think it was him. I'm, I'm almost certain. Like, I think uh, it was almost, it was more or less confirmed by I, what I read. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're kind of tiptoeing around and, you know, I think it's him. I did see like a close-up picture, and I mean, it looks like him. And everyone's saying, "Well, you know, he ran out awkwardly and looked weird." Well, obviously, he's gonna do that. Right. If you're trying to keep a low profile, of course you're gonna run awkwardly. Yeah, and the GTS hitting. Let's be honest, he didn't always hit him anyways. So <laughs> I don't think it's ring Snitsky. rust. <laughs> or I think Mysterio he busted his nose oh, too. Oh man. Or Regal, I think he did. Yeah, definitely Regal. I remember watching the Snitsky one shortly after. It was his first. Title defense when Good he won the Snitsky. world heavyweight title. All right. Stands up and blood's just <laughs> pouring down. Oh, man. 
Yeah, welcome, Snitsky. So, Might as well fix your teeth while you're at it. Oh, wow. Nice shot. I think um, I think it is punk, and I guess if we're going to just get right to it, uh, my bold predictions. Oh. Uh, 2019, so four months ago, the column was posted. Yeah. Number one was CM Punk Returns. Yeah. So you can ding you, on that you, one. Are you dinging this one? Okay, you I'm consider it, even same though he returned the, under a mask. Same with... Uh, Women will main event. Everyone yep. kept saying, well, will they get the spot? No, they were getting the spot. That was always going to happen. And then same with uh, Becky beating Ronda. People thought, well, Charlotte's included. She'll take the fall. No. That, that, that was, you know, that was rumored around, but yeah. No, yeah, no, Becky Ronda's was... the, uh, she knows old school. Yeah. She's, uh, I don't want to say the opposite of Brock, but she understood she was leaving. And, right. And, you know, you take the loss and obviously unfortunate little mishap there, but you know, pinky breaking. Um, as you were talking, I did quick Google. Um, all I typed in was CM Punk and Watchery on Google. Oh no! Uh oh. Yeah, you don't want to. Well, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to know what came up. But um, this part I quick read. Um, this was from a column of mine uh, back in 2016. I had a quote unquote source that trained with uh, Rufus Sport at um, you know, same as Punk. Right. Right. And basically what was told was uh, CM Punk is 100% serious about this. It's not a publicity stump. This is talking about his UFC training. Okay, right. He's invested all the way, worked super hard at the gym. There's no BS at all from him, you know, right. like if he's a celebrity waltzing in. Yeah, he didn't. What, he, he wanted to be worked as hard as everybody It wasn't like that at all. He um, he cleaned up the mats afterwards. Super, he was, from what I read, he was very humble. Very, yes, that's the word. Super cool and all this, but, you know, I say right here, the downside is the stories about him losing a majority of his quote-unquote simulation fights are true. Yep. And basically anyone, coach and even friends and training partners, did pretty much have their way with him. Yeah, oh yeah. And for people saying right now that I'm just full of BS and just yammering, um, a few months later during their uh, UFC countdown, because then they air before the pay-per-views, like little YouTube clips, Okay. Um, all this stuff was in there. Yeah, so, right. When I wrote about it, and then months later, UFC had everything that I had said. So um, I don't want to say this is the end of his UFC career, but there I, was another story he had done. Um, was it a jiu-jitsu tournament? Was that it? I don't I, know what it I, was. It was a few weeks ago. He did it under his real name to, again, okay. stay under, because I think after his UFC fights, I think he kind of was not wanting the attention, but he well, still wants to do it. Right. Which he probably should have done in the first place instead right. of taking the six-figure paydays and getting but de then demolished again, on pay-per-view. It's a six-figure payday. It's Who's going to turn that down? Right, I, but know. Punk, who says he doesn't do things for the money and says he's not about that life, you know. Yeah, and everybody says that until they're offered until they're a six-figure payday. Right. You know? And, and um, you know, like I said, Punk is awesome, and I, I think that he was kind of thrown into the fire you know, bright lights of UFC right off the bat, dude. Yeah. And I mean, that's a rough, rough. I mean, he's friends with Dana White, and let's be honest, it's because he was friends. Right, and absolutely. The, uh, and he had a drawing power. You know, he was fresh out yeah. of WWE, and it's his first return to some type of He just had the podcast, which mm -hmm. made big which news, obviously. Huge. <laughs> that was huge. And then um, he's friends with Dana White, so he got on the main card. You know, he wasn't right. even preliminaries or anything, and he got paid more than his opponents who beat him. Yeah, I read that. I read what he got paid. <laughs> and it's just funny that, you know, afterwards Dana White said, well, maybe he shouldn't have been in the UFC. Well, yeah. you think so? <laughs> you think? I mean. So I wrote about this, but, you know, Punk, again, the 
you know, he ripped the politics backstage WWE. Right. And then guess who used his nice politics? Exactly. Prime but, spot in UFC, Mr. I'm against part-timers. Right. Well, guess what? <laughs> but to his credit, he did train. He did put the work in. You know, he did oh, yeah. give it a legitimate shot. It just, it was a much different world than what he was expecting. At least his second fight, he didn't lose in the first round. Yeah, and I like how in the jiu-jitsu tournament last week, he said, it said, well, he got third place. Well, there was only three people in it. Oh, <laughs> well, okay. Then. I like that little spin on that. <laughs> but, yeah, everything. Um, you're always, what is it? Uh, you're always first when there's no one behind you or something like that. Right, you're always <laughs> leading. But, um, yeah, I just, uh, that's why I read that part, because as much as it comes off as I'm negative stuff, everything was, he gave it 100%. Right. He was, you know, and I will say right now, I would never step in. I Absolutely not. So, all the credit in the world to him. I would never do it. So people saying, "Well, you wouldn't go fight." No, You're I darn wouldn't. right, I wouldn't. You're darn. <laughs> I don't have figures. the insurance for that. Well, six figures. Well, I'll think, I'd a punch think of about it. Yeah, but um, that's why I'll I get always... knocked out for two fifty. Sure, <laughs> I'll get punched out for a buck. No, I'm just kidding. So <laughs> I got I... a dollar. Oh, Hold so... on. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I always. Um, that's why I said that part because I give him all the credit in the world. Super yeah. humble. He didn't just waltz in like a celebrity. Right. Still and... didn't come to my wedding, but oh well. <laughs> Still didn't come. Maybe I'll try to get an answer. So maybe, I don't know. May... Oh, maybe we could do an interview here. Oh boy, not with me. Um, but then, um, do you think, um, do you think, uh, WWE or is, you know, is that officially a never say never still? Um, if he does come back, it's going to be one of those like shockers and nothing's going to come of it. Like maybe a quick, like few years down the road, legendary, you know, he can still go type thing like Royal Rumble gets eliminated and then we don't see him. Saudi Arabia money. Like I said, any, anything for a buck, man. Yeah. And I've uh, tweeted this a few times the past few years. Um, you know, I, I, like I said, bold prediction. I said, this is the year he returns, but I did not see WWE. Right. right. So, um, the quote I've been saying the past few years is again, you can say I'm making it up or BS or whatever, but the quote I've always got is if he ever returns to WWE, he will consider himself a failure at life. And that's about as strong as you can get. I mean, he is a man of strong convictions. Yes, he is. And to say that, you know, not like your gravestone, but to say he would consider himself a failure at life, like that would define him if he ever came back. A failure at life. That's strong. That's strong indeed. And I mean. So, I mean, Bret Hart, I mean, Ultimate Warrior, Bruno, they all come back. They all come back, yeah. I don't know. I still say no, but they all come back. It wouldn't shock me if he came back, and it wouldn't shock me if he didn't. You know, he's one of those guys where he's going to do whatever, and neither one is really going to be like, oh, my gosh. It's like they're probably paying him or makes sense, 50 people. You know, nobody's really going to freak out, and it's going to, you know, turn some eyes on an otherwise unknown promotion. I mean, he did that promotion a huge thing because now for a minute um, everybody was talking about that. Anniversary show where they were tearing down the building that he got his start in. Yeah, So is this little giving back thing. And But now everybody knows about that promotion. You yeah, know, and people... I saw that he was going to unmask, but then didn't. Yeah, so I, I, I heard that too, yeah. That yeah. would have got a reaction. Right. <laughs> if it was him. But, you know, it, it was if him. If it was, it was him. Come on now. <laughs> if let, it was. Let, let, we're, we're talking serious. You know? No being, kayfabe. Kayfabe's I'm, dead. Okay, I'm being fair, though. But <laughs> I, I still say no to WWE. Maybe no, I'm just I, an I, idiot. And a... I, I don't see it really foreseeably happening I think if it is one of those things it'll be like yeah they're paying them and again it wouldn't shock me just because 
WWE is is to a lot of people the be all end all, and you know a lot of people want to go out under the biggest lights. So I mean, if you promised a mania main event against say Seth Rollins or something, AJ Styles, it have Daniel to be Bryan, it have to be soon though because how long can come he keep back going? at the Rumble? You know, win how long and then can retire he, on top? Right, but how long can he keep going until you know he's basically what he's raged against the part-timers the well right i think he already got that in ufc but that's just my opinion i think um that's why i wrote that this was be the year because he's the ufc thing's officially done a few years ago he was still doing he's gonna do some commentating i heard yeah i mean he's doing that probably not i mean not to continue to bash on him but i uh saw that welterweight his um i don't even know (laughs) he was 185 his um his comic book he did apparently uh, did not sell very well, oh, really? so oh. I don't think he's done one since. And uh, he used to rip on and make fun of, um, I forgot what he called it, like cheap reality show guests or hosts, and then he was hosting reality shows. <laughs> so that's why I yeah. predicted this would be the year. Like, I think he's, is he 39? I don't even know how old I he is. I don't know how old he is. I, th- I could quick Google it, but I really don't care that much. I think we're very close to the same age. Right, so regardless, I mean... This was kind of the year where it's like, is he going to wait till he's 45, 50? Right. No, this was kind of the year. If he's going to do anything at all, you know. It'd have to be soon. Like, what's his options? Sit right. at home with A.J. Lee? Well, I mean, that's that's, that's, that's an bad. option. That's a that good option. option. That's a good option. <laughs> but, I mean, you can only go and train for a non-existent fight for so long. Right. Until, unless unless that has become your lifestyle and that's what works for you. Yeah, if that's what works for him. You know, but I mean, I mean everybody's got their own thing. You know, yeah, that's I sit fine. Sit down here and play guitar when you're not around. Uh, right, exactly. I wish I could learn to play the guitar. <laughs> and I, I think it's four of them here. <laughs> I think it's um. Oh, five. Ju- there's one behind you. I just think that he um. I think he wants a little bit more. He may not like the spotlight and all that, but he seems to uh, enjoy it. But he does seem to enjoy the performance of it. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Any uh, closing thoughts on punk? Nope. I so, just I hope he's happy. I I, yeah. I I hope to see him. I hope to see more of him in some capacity because he is a good personality, and I like I like his his whoa, take whoa, on whoa. things. Cult of personality. Oh. <laughs> now, if that hit on double or nothing, see, <sighs> I don't want to say EW. It's kind of the like popular cliche thing to say, like oh, because Tony it's Khan. new and shiny. Yeah, and I mean, if he's looking for money, if I don't think he is, but you know, Tony Khan, they're clearly going to pay right to do what four or five matches a year. I mean, it might be worth it for him. Not the schedule. And if he's got, you know, the overall say of what he's doing and how his story is being told. Yeah, exactly. A show in Vegas and then they go to Chicago again. That's tempting, you know. Why not? It's tempting. And I think, um, if anything, it would be AEW because that just kind of fits them. Right. more in WWE at least. It'll be interesting to see how the shiny new toy turns out, you know. Like you said, you know, you can have a great first week, first month, first year, but what when you're done with the firsts, how do you sustain? By the way, speaking of AEW, wasn't it um was it before Fastlane when we were um out to eat and then you were like and I was like, Oh, I don't think they've announced the location yet and then I think I told you it was uh Chicago. <laughs> oh, for all in? Yeah, the first one. Was yeah, that? yeah. I think you told me that it was gonna be Chicago. And then like a week or two later they announced they Chicago. announced it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was awesome. Um I actually yes. There's a, a friend of my wife who I uh, talk with on Twitter every now and then. He was at All In. Was it awesome? Yeah, he said it was amazing. Everyone said it's Just amazing. Just the vibe in the place. He also went to WrestleMania that year as well. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, he went to New Orleans and did that thing. And Everyone says it was so awesome, and then that's what, you know, 
kind of brought on AEW. Like yeah. if that show was a bust, then right, right. It, it's almost like WrestleMania one. Like if it didn't yeah. happen, they, you know that. And I think that's what started AEW was that Tony Khan was like, these guys can do it. All I got to do is put up the cash. Put up the cash. Talk to a few of my uh, yeah. network friends. <laughs> this could be a serious, you know, viable commodity. And if they run it right, like All In was run very well, other than the fact that. Uh, one match ran super long, so the main event was like five minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. And if you hear, if you if you go back and watch that match, which I have it still on my DVR, you can actually hear the ref being, "Dude, we got two minutes. Dude, we got to go home. We have thirty seconds. Dude, we got to go home now." Really? <laughs> He's just freaking out. We got to go home. We got to go home. We got to yeah. finish. And then they they're all in the ring, and you hear the announcer quick fade out, and then the pay per view ends. And I heard there was a big speech. About, okay. you know, the second all in or, you know, what they oh, were going to do. And that never got aired because they ran out of time. I, f- I think it was the Marty Skrull. I think uh, um, the ECW first ever pay-per-view also was running low on time yeah. with Terry Funk winning. <laughs> it's always funny when, like, they got to scramble. We got to go. We got to go. They yeah, were just yelling and, at each other. And we talked about that last week. That's um, There's just going to be some growing pains. Absolutely, yeah. Whether it's um, paying to be on the network or the network paying them, you know, I don't. I don't want to say it doesn't matter, but they're going to sink money into it at first. Absolutely. And if they get a streaming service, I will subscribe to that. Streaming because service? that would be so much easier for me to pay attention to because I'm not going to shell out 60 bucks a pop for uh, pay-per-views anymore. No, I don't think they're going to the do network kind of spoil The WWE Network kind of spoiled yeah. me on that. You know, So like, if, if AEW gets some type of streaming service, they've got a customer yeah, in me. And Turner, if it anything, it'd be the Bleacher Report app. They okay. want to. They're starting to get into. Um, it's called uh, BR Live. They're starting to I get into more stuff. There's all of that, like with ESPN Plus and UFC. That whole kind yeah. of everybody Turner, um, benefiting kind of everybody. It must be cheaper to have somebody else use somebody else's platform. Yeah, and I mean the whole. I mean Impact and ROH run pay per view still at forty bucks. Right, right. And it's like, well, yeah, you can sign up for their service and get the discount stuff. But I mean, WWE kind of set the market now. Yeah, yeah. You know, who wants to pay? What is it, 40 times 12 or 60 times 12 for the oh, big gosh. ones or whatever it is? I mean, when you can get it for 120 bucks a year. Plus their archives, plus Raw and SmackDown after a month, plus all the original shows. When the network came out, I started watching pay-per-views from WrestleMania 7 when I first started watching all the way up until current. And I got up to, I think, 2006. Oh, wow. And I think I just had to stop. Oh, 2006. <laughs> That's when they had the single brand. Yeah. And there was uh, some not so good ones where I think they ended it then a year or two later. But I just caught myself like every waking moment catch, okay, where, where am I at now? And I'd have to go <laughs> on to, to Wikipedia to find out what the order was of everything. And I was just like, okay, this is insane. There's yeah, and even, way um, too much content. There's way too much. And I mean, I haven't even mentioned But NXT. that's not a bad thing. No, and NXT makes it worthwhile. Absolutely. And there's just a plethora of- I mean, of, WrestleMania. You know, New subscribers, and, it's free. And, and 10 bucks. I mean, like, yeah, new subscribers. Like, could you ever imagine WrestleMania free? And for right? new subscribers, Back in the it day. is. That's nuts. I mean, yeah, that was the whole reason why I didn't get the pay per views as a kid. Because so that's why I think All Elite, um, I mean, I assume they already know this, but I don't think they should be charging 40 bucks a pay per view. No, I think they're they're going to jump on, like you said, if, if Turner's already got something going, they're just going to jump on that, just like ESPN's got something going. So UFC is like, hey, they're sports. We're sports. Let's yeah. jump on the sports. Sports. Make... Sports, sports, sports. <laughs> sports, sports, sports. Sports, 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 sports. It works for me. And, um, yeah, I said this right away. I think uh, all elite wrestling, I'm on board with them. Yeah. So as let's, much as I'm not the independent happens. guy, I'm behind them. I but are they hopes. really independent? I mean, 
does anybody that throws a hundred million dollars at something <laughs> right off the bat is that really that, independent? That's true. You bring that. That's a good point to bring up. Is like at what point do they like not become underground or not become underdogs or not become like well, rage against even, the machine? Like right. I would even argue to say that Ring of Honor is independent, but Impact is not. They because they for a long time they were the most visible quote unquote competition yeah that's long gone though so obviously on twitch the eight thousand viewers on uh friday nights at midnight yeah it's sad they're (laughs) when they were getting two million viewers on spike but they just refuse to quit (laughs) (laughs) no they're um every year people predict their death and i never do yeah i i've I've just been sitting there yeah right i've just been (laughs) sitting there watching it waiting for them to raise a flag and then they hire billy corgan and it's like that was out of nowhere, but I'll I'll go with it. And sunk then, a few million in, and right, and then they were like, "Ah, you're not cool." And they was like, "Well, I'll go buy the NWA then." Yeah, he thought he was uh, buying stakes in the company, and, and he, found out he was just basically funding funding for, for a while. But I mean, at least somebody got paid. Well, hey, we all like being paid. <laughs> uh, you know, especially wrestlers that put their bodies on the line. They probably kind of deserve to get paid, don't you think? Um, I think so. But speaking <laughs> of being paid, let me remind you that you are listening <laughs> to the 411 Foresight Wrestling Podcast on the 411 Podcasting Network. You know where to look. Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Apple, all that good stuff. Subscribe, rate, review, five stars. Give us those five stars. Come on, people. Five stars. And Mr. Steve, do you have anything to quick talk about? Well, as I mentioned many, many a times before, I am part of a music project called The Resonant Complex. Our debut album, North Avenue, is available on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere that music is sold or streamed. You can listen to it and enjoy it and keep streaming it because I catch it all the time. And thank you to all of you who have. I keep seeing you every month, and uh, it's wonderful to see that so many people are actually listening to the music. So uh, thank you for that, and that'll do it, I suppose. That'll do it. So we're going to close it here with the Resident Complex. Three, two, one, hit it. I don't need to be first. I don't need to lead the race. The distance is too long to keep up that pace. I don't need to be the strongest, the biggest or the brave Cause after too long there's nothing left to say I don't need to be the clown, 